Steve, Uh-oh. what is your least favorite I race? I saw that on the board. <laughs> the whites? So, <laughs> <laughs> least favorite race. Mm. This is delicious. Yeah, we've not had... This is an Imperial Pilsner. Hmm. Flying Dog's good at these nine... This is a nine and a half or I'm already getting that out of the way. Um, yeah. They're good at making those. Mm-hmm. I like it. Favorite race. Just to save you trouble. Because I can see this is I going... I like this is a joke. This is going in a bad direction. I'm going to let you know my least favorite race first. Fucking Marathons. That's what I mean. That's what I was thinking. Who the fuck wants to run fucking 26 miles? It's fucking stupid. I think also, you see the like the builds on marathon runners. Yeah. Why do you want to desire to be that? What kind of man desires that body? What do you like? Why do you want to look like that? (laughs) I know everybody wants to, you know, everybody's flavor is different. I I get that, but she's just trash. Yeah. There's a guy at my gym. He's an older guy and he's, he looks like, Cardio-wise, he's in great shape, but he has that marathon builder, super petite, probably weighs 110 pounds. And I heard him, overheard him in the locker room saying one time, he's like, I don't know what it is. I just eat like crazy and I can't gain weight. I was like, maybe it's the five hours of cardio you do every day because yeah, that's all something. he does. <laughs> I have a, a tenant. He He's, uh, what is he? I think he's like 76 years old. And he and I got to talking one day. He's a former bodybuilder. You can kind of see it as you look at him. Like, okay, this guy looks like, you know, he was. He's not in bad shape now, but you know, just talking to him about like the the shit that he used to go through as a bodybuilder. I need to ask him if he wants to be on the podcast. That, that's what I always do when I talk to people. I'm like, that's interesting. You want to be my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it, it, at the very least, I mean, you can tell by the look of him. It's like, oh, that dude. Yeah, former bodybuilder. You look. Like, you know, you used to be, like, built. But now, you know, he's fucking 76 years old. He's old as fuck. But I still wonder. I was like, I feel like that motherfucker still fucked me up, though. Like, not on some, like, straight up, like, if, if we, you know, had the straight up fight for, like, a few minutes. He's got that old man strength. You get a hold of me. He might might surprise me. He, he might catch me in the first minute because I'm startled. Like, oh, my God, this fucking old man just picked me up over his head. But once I hit the ground, I'm like, bitch, now that I know what I'm dealing with, let me get a fucking chair real quick and hit you in a fucking kneecap, you fucking old fuck. Break an old person's hip, yo. If you do that, they die. Like, that's a fact. I know this. It's like, you know, when a horse breaks his leg, you got to take him out back and shoot him, which is fucked up. Because, like, are you going to go shoot the horse like that, yo? Horse ain't fucking done nothing to you. He fucking breaks his leg. Let him go be a horse. Let him go sit down and chill. Horse race. I don't know if I'm crazy about those. I don't think those are terrible. You're not a horse, so I mean it's yeah. it's yeah. Well, it seems kind of. I think we talked about this one time because it was like talking about. I think somehow we drunkenly talked about is this. I think I might have asked, is this an animal cruelty? I don't think it is. I don't know. You're those horses be smiling. Yeah, they be smiling like a motherfucker. Yeah. I don't know. When they get the chance, they be throwing their rider off. <laughs> Yeah, and, they, yo, and the jockeys. And do you think they're competitive with each other? Like, do you think they know? Like, yo, I'm about to destroy this dude next to me. I think nature, like animals, <clears throat> that 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 competitiveness is there. They be like breaking ankles and damn, it's 
Speaking of breaking ankles, you see Joe Burrow break some ankles? No, I so he had I, moves like that. So I actually <laughs> did not watch. So I watched a little bit of the 49ers game while I was recording, which is fucked up because I sat there on the couch. I had like uh, my uh, little desk, uh, lap desk and everything, uh, the laptop um, and, and the uh, Yeti mic. And I'm recording over there and, you know, it's on camera. So my guests could probably see me watching the game as they're, t- I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I mean, this is a long, it's a guest that's been on multiple times. So like, but I watched a little bit of the, the 49ers game. Not enough to understand that Brock Purdy wasn't in the game. I just saw like, wow, he's really having a bad game today. Because, you know, I don't pay attention to jersey numbers. And I was like, wait a minute, Brock's not black. And I was like, and then that's when you and I were texting. And you're like, yeah, he, he got hurt pretty early on. I was like, damn. All right. Well, if Brock was playing, they would have won. That's, Maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to that. I think he got sacked like 10 times. <laughs> Brock only got sacked 10 times. Like, like, I like to make the argument of shit we can't prove. And if Brock was in there, oh, yeah. they would have won. That, like the Eagles were gifted in this game. I was like, I don't know. They put up the 31 points they put up weren't exactly from. Yeah. They didn't score on defense, but I don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing. When the team puts up that many points, it's kind of like, eh, can you really blame the offense at that point? And they were they were being conservative themselves. There was a point Jalen Hurts got hit pretty hard on one of his runs, and he did not throw the ball for the rest of the game. Um, so I was, and so they were running the same style. The difference was the Eagles could run it every play and score. <laughs> True. Um, so yeah, I did happen to look up every time the Eagles scored a touchdown. <laughs> every time but, I looked up, I was like, were not God like, damn. Well, the one was a disrespectful run. The uh, the goal line, they did this several times. Oh, cause yeah. They did that exact same play several times in the game. They did it earlier for a first down. They did it earlier right before the touchdown. So you know exactly what play they're going to do, and they're just like, we don't know fuck off until I'm going to push you back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that is rude. It's like, look, we know that you know what we about to do. Yeah, this is the first you time can't stop us. Us and you can't stop it. Yeah. I mean, fuck them. Keep, keep running the play until they stop that shit. And if they don't stop it, run it some more. Fuck them. Um, I don't know how true <clears> it is that if it was a real quote, that the Bosa would make. No, oh, yeah. Like yeah, Trump, the election got stolen from Philly, and the game got stolen. Oh, I, I don't know about that. I, I saw the, uh, him arguing with a fan, and he told him like, "Whatever, bitch, I'm rich." <laughs> I was like, "Man, I, I man, forgot that true. the Bosa brothers were all." I forgot that they were like thought of to be racist, and so there was had some controversial stuff. I think one's wife said some stuff. Um, of course, both of them. I think they're all Trump supporters. They're from Ohio. What, what do you expect? Um, well, I remember when um, whichever one got drafted after um, Arizona's quarterback, the little kid. Um, what's what's Arizona's quarterback's name? Kyle Murray. Yeah, yeah. After that kid sucks. <laughs> after uh, Bosa went uh, number two overall, and Trump congratulated whichever Bosa it was, and everybody like got all emotional, like like. Oh, look at that. That's racism Racism at its finest. You know, a black quarterback goes number one overall. He doesn't congratulate him, but he congratulates the, the white linebacker that goes number two. It's like, I mean, maybe, probably. It, it's, it's you know, no one's shying away from the fact that Trump, he, he says some controversial things about race, period. 
But it's like, you know what? Who at, at this point, who cares? Yeah, well, well, yeah. I will say I hate how much people dig into the every little nitpick thing. I, I, I don't know if you saw, there's a part where Tony Romo was descri- describing the game. <clears throat> and it almost sounded like he was about to say the N-word. Oh, I love it. Because <laughs> he, he's talking about Kansas City front back. Which, by the way, that dude, uh, man, his name's the, the draft pick they got. So it wasn't, yeah, that uh, one was like... Not start Edwards or some there. shit. Yeah, <laughs> that kid. Yeah, that kid looks small, but he be breaking tackles like my love it. And that basically, Romo was describing like, look, and then there's three, and it goes like this, and then just <laughs> cuts away. But I was like, there's no way I'm thinking he's be saying that. But I, I mean, I think Shannon Sharp came out and said something like, and, and there's tons of memes about it of like, what was he gonna say? I mean, and then there's like some theory like, was he trying to say like nickelbacks? Because that wouldn't make sense. But I was like, I, I will just say this: people could misspeak and not even whatever he stopped himself from saying might have not been any. Might have just been a sound even. Just like, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine he was. He just doesn't seem like the type that would say like that. And he's surrounded by three. Nah. You'd be think. surprised, but no, I I don't. Yeah, Tony <laughs> Romo doesn't seem that guy, but I don't know. But I, I agree. Well, if he does, that's wild shit. <laughs> There's a lot of like leaning into shit on. Well, I mean, you know, just like our our media has this way of now portraying things <clears throat> in a certain in a certain light. So it, it, it's everywhere now. Everyone's on edge. Everyone's looking for it, and it's like and, and shit. I've never really been that way. And then recently I had an encounter with someone at work and that shit crept into my head. I was like, oh, this hoe coming at me that way, this goes on black? And I was like, you know what? It could be, but don't even stress it because, you know, she, like, she needs your help. So it's like, you better be a nice bitch. Um, but yeah, we got we got the Eagles on one side in the Super Bowl. Yeah, so unfortunately yeah, I gave them so. You don't know what would have happened with Purdy. I'm mm. sure they would have done better. But what were what were the 49ers averaging per, points per game offensively under Purdy? Do you know? I mean, it was decent. He he didn't have so he actually led the league in quarterback rating since he's been playing and he's undefeated. But yeah. he didn't play anyone great. Well, I mean, I mean, you so could like Washington. We could have beat them had Taylor Heineke not fumbled the ball twice. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the QB I rating. I don't know what their average points were, but yeah, I, the game would have been close, but I still think Philly would have probably pulled out. Well, yeah, that's what I'm kind of getting at. Philly, I mean, the, their runs to score the touchdown were not, like, besides the QB sneak one. So, like, 10, 15 yards away, and it was, like, untouched. Yeah, I saw. I looked up and saw one. I was like, Philly's "Yo, that dude is running forever." The reason why Purdy got hurt and it continued the rest of the game is their D line was coming in their offensive line like one second. So, so, so that's basically what I'm getting at. Is like, look, I mean, it, it. Let's say they were averaging 24 points per game, but Philly put up 31. Yeah, so, and keep in mind, and people will hate on it, but Philly went into conservative mode. They stopped passing the ball. Yeah, but that, that that's the thing. Like when when we're you looking got, at you got Brown and uh, I mean Brown looked good, and uh, 
even though what's his name oh. gifted that catch, uh, the rookie, I mean, the young receiver. Like people look at like sports in this way of like, well, because I mean sports is entertainment, but I mean at the end of the game, you know, we want to be entertained, but they want to win. So like when you look at football, if you got the lead, yeah, run the fucking ball. Like what are we doing here? Well, like why if I'm up by X amount of points, am I going to throw the ball? Just fucking make them earn it. Same thing with fights. Like in, in MMA, it's like if you are up three rounds, the the nothing going into the fourth. Like, why go out there and, and put yourself at risk? A lot of fighters will do it. I mean, that's how we got Kumar Usman getting knocked out in the fifth. And um, uh, Israel Adesanya getting knocked out in the fifth. You know, they, they stayed in there. But still, it's like people get annoyed because it's like, oh, we want to see them stand up and bang. Or we want to see we want to see them air it out. We want to see all the points on the board. It's like, nah, bitch, they trying to win. Like, like if you want to be entertained, go watch the Royal Rumble, which is on in the background. Um... So, yeah, Philly probably would have won. I hate it because I like Jalen Hurts. Well, but... that's why I picked him. <laughs> I, I actually like, I actually even like their coach. He's like Who's their coach? coach. Uh, he's played for them. Some guy. He's from there, basically. Ooh. Like, he's like a typical blue collar Philly type dude. Mm. Yeah. But since he's come into the league, I mean, they're Nick Seriani. He sounds like he's from Philly. Yeah, I mean, he looks like he's from Philly. He acts like he's from Philly. Uh, it's safe to say he's from Philly. I'm pretty sure he has, like, some links. I don't want to just make it up. No, I love just making shit up because guess what? Who's going to check me? Fuck y'all. Um, and, and even if it's wrong. We can get it right next week. Yo, what about Philly, though? They won a Super Bowl not that long ago. Change coaches. Seen from Charlie. Look at Jacksonville's coach. He looks pretty good coach. Yeah, I mean, here they are back in the damn football. I mean, that's the thing. It's like Philly Philly is similar to the Ravens to me, where I don't dislike Philly, but they're fans, yo. I I feel like they might be one of the, the group of fans that's least deserving. Because these motherfuckers would boo anyone, including Santa Claus. And throw snowballs at Santa. Fucking horrible humans. But, um, either way. I, it's like, I, I like Jalen Hurts. I like to see him win. I wish there were a way for, for him to win and Philly to lose. So, it's, it's just not possible. But, I'm praying. And I don't even pray, dude. But I'm doing it. It's like the MC Hammer song. That's why we pray. That shit was trash. I've seen any of these to Philly, except that he grew up a Steelers fan. Mm, okay. Well, that's that's Pittsburgh. So. But he does get that personality. Yeah, he right. seems the type. All right, and then on the other side, we got Kansas City beating the Bengals. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> luckily, I won I won that one parlay bet I showed you. It's the, it was McCaffrey, uh, Kelsey hit one hit. Oh, it hurts. Which yeah. hurts was like the wild card one that was kind of made the odds pretty good for that mm-hmm. in terms of the payout. Cause, uh, but yeah, at least I won that. Cause that was a decent payout. But nice. I could have won a lot of money had Bengals. Because at, at one point when the bang, uh, halftime in Kansas City started with the ball, the odds went 
way in favor of Kansas City temporarily. And I was like, I was able to get a bet in. And it was something like five to one at that point. And then as soon as the Bengals dropped, got the ball back, that half it dropped to the Bengals' favor. And I was like, damn, I'm glad I got that bet in. But just, just watching that game, I feel like the commentators, and I'm not one to blame the refs, but the commentators and the refs seem super biased. They're they're just talking so in favor of Kansas City is annoying. That, that's what that's what I'm telling you, dude. I'm trying to like watch more stuff without the commentary because they have a way of talking, and and it shows like a clear favoritism, and it almost it almost sounds like to a point where sometimes you don't think that they have anything to say. So like there's like a predetermined thing to say. Not saying that the NFL or any sports are, are rigged, but it's like. Here, we want you to talk about these things and these things only. Like, you know, when there's a shitty throw, like, that was a good pass. And it's like, dog, it wasn't. Greg, Greg Olson definitely sounded like he wanted San Francisco. Right? Yeah. But it was such a blowout. I don't like him as a commentator. Tony Romo, I know a lot of people like him. And I think I've said it on here before. Obviously, he knows the game. But clearly, it didn't translate into playoff runs because... He didn't do so good in the playoffs. <laughs> but I mean, he, he knows what's going on. I just hate this. When he keeps trying, and he's good at it, but he tells you what's about to happen. Like, it's like he's showing off, you know what I mean? Like, it's like yo, comment at the game. We'll need to see how great you are at telling us what's going to happen. <laughs> I think that's part of the, the commentator thing, though, too, is like, you know, explaining things for the people who don't actually get it. Yeah, like my grandma, more of like guessing beforehand, yeah. not more than explaining. But, yeah, I think they're about to do this. Nope. But just, also with that I though, it's like saying like I think they're about to do this. I mean, based off of what he sees on the field, so other people can look at that shit too. Like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, um, I think he definitely was running Kansas City. The refs, I mean, they definitely were calling shit to Kansas City's way. There were some super bad holds they weren't calling. There was an obvious late hit on Joe Burrow, but they didn't call him. There was um so the, you you sent me um the one meme. And I was about to repost, but before I reposted it, I was like, let me jump in these comments real quick. And they you know, the comments were so super toxic. Because there there were a lot of people saying, Yeah, like come on, dude, the refs, yo. Then there you know, you got the other group of people like uh, you know, oh, boo-hoo. Like, the refs can affect any game, any time, and when it doesn't go your way, all of a sudden it's a crime. It's like, well, yeah. <laughs> like, like as a Lions fan, not that the Lions are fucking great or anything, but yeah, there, there's, there's plenty some, of games they were fucked, like, there, in the playoffs against the fucking Seahawks that one year. There were some points made of, like, a lot of those bad calls didn't really impact anything. Like, one of them missed Joe Burrow late hits. He got the first down anyway. Yeah. Kansas City ended up getting that first. Down. The 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 replay of the third down was kind of silly because, you know, they ran the whole play. Both sides came off the field. Both sides came on the field to make a punt. Then they call like the play was dead. It was like, why would that one referee? And then they show later there's one clip of a referee calling the play dead. Why didn't he throw his flags like they normally do to stop a play? He didn't do anything. So, yeah, that's kind that's of goofy. That's as late as hell. I, I've never seen one that late. Of like, they almost punted the ball <laughs> and then made them go back. And, and, again, that didn't even impact anything. It just sucks that that game ended 
because of a friggin' penalty, though. Cocksuckers. That was, it, when you walk, it, it's so easy, though, to, like, people be like, that was a dumb penalty. And it, it, it was, but if you watch it and fast forward, like, they were running full speed. You, there's lots of times quarterbacks take advantage of that rule. And if Mahomes would have ducked back into the inside, because they were out of field goal range still where he was. But if he would have ducked back in and got another, you know, 10 yards, they would have been in field goal range. So, dude was running full speed. And he does push him, but if you watch it closely, doesn't push him hard, but it's they're running full speed, and then you run out of sideline. It's like basketball. I don't like how everyone's so close to the damn sideline. Cocksuckers. Um, so we got the Eagles and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. What are our predictions? I don't know what it is, but I just don't like Mahomes. It's just unlikable. Um, I don't I, like either team. I like Kelsey. Or, I, I, actually, I no, like the way Hurts plays. Yeah. Although when I see Hurts in interviews, it just sounds like he doesn't even like Philly. Because that wasn't really well wanted that first year he was there. I feel like that's a chip on his shoulder. It, well, exactly. That's my point, yo. Philly fans are fucking trash, yo. He, he's hinted at basically. I know I wasn't wanted here. <laughs> they, they they like him now, but they they sure were not liking him. Actually, yeah, and a lot of them preferred Wentz. I need you to go back to the Wentz. I need to go back through Facebook, you know, for the draft, looking at the fucking Facebook uh, history thing or whatever. And look at the draft when Hurts got drafted. I think there's like three or four Philly fans that I know, and see what their reactions were. Just so like, like, oh, oh, so now you like them? Because here, like, if you look at this post right here on this date, you seem a little whiny, bitch. And it's just like the Ravens were there still. Some people don't think Flacco's better than Lamar. There's still some that like Wentz more than. Oh, well, I so, think after this season, there's no. Supporters, probably, but so, a lot of them. I will say this about the, the Flacco versus uh, Lamar argument. Sure, you can still argue that back then. Do you want Flacco right now? Because let me tell you, I mean, yeah, he threw for a bunch of yards that first game with the Jets, maybe even the second game, but that's he's not fucking taking anywhere. And if you took Flacco besides that playoff run, he was below 20 every year. it's like people it's like when you talk about um, great players and and you don't want to reflect completely on you know all the like you know when they end the career like fucking Emmitt Smith ending his career with the fucking Cardinals you know you'll get some chuckleheads like oh he wasn't that good at all it's like well I mean look through the years that he was great I mean you measure it against that now Flacco only had a year, <laughs> not just years. The playoffs even. Yeah, that year they went into the Super Bowl. They almost collapsed monumentally. Mm-hmm. Like they barely made the playoffs. They they started off I think like it was something like eight and two, then finished barely getting into the playoffs. They yeah, they, yeah, there was six the seed, right? I think they finished like ten and six after being like eight and two, and then I mean some miracles happened. The Flacco might have sold his soul with them. Mm, I got some supplements from remember, uh, Mexico. Like, I remember they played Denver, and all Denver had to do was not get beat deep, and they got beat deep. <laughs> that wasn't. That wasn't Flacco. Flacco, that was the one thing he could do: was throw the ball deep. But it was still the coverage. It was like, why did you let him? 
And it was that. Was it Jacoby Jones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just well, came only up. could do one thing. <laughs> that It actually just came up on my Facebook a couple weeks ago or a week ago or something like that. He and could it, only do one thing. And it was run fast and straight. He, he sucked as a receiver ever was. Yeah. I mean, everybody can't be like, you know, T.O. Or, or Ocho Cinco. Um, he hasn't changed the back yet. So, I mean, I, I, I think he's the kind of guy that's like, I made a decision, I got to stick to it. He's like, I guess I wouldn't. If I change my name to something silly, they're like, you know what, let's just change it back. Um, all right, so yeah, Super Bowl, Chiefs and, and Eagles. So, I'm picking the Lions. Now I'm sticking to it. So I might change my betting, but I'm gonna, as of this point, right now. See, I'm so neutral about this, but I'm leaning towards cheering for Philly because of hurt. That's the yeah. That's the only reason I'm cheering for Philly is because of that dude. But I hate those fans. So look, if if Philly wins, I'll be happy for Jalen Hurts. But if they lose, I'll be happy for the fans. I think it's kind of funny, Randy. I don't, you know, I don't really think about Andy Reid that much. He's fat, so. I mean, it's funny. <laughs> I'm fat, Shane. Like fat people lose. Nah, I was fit thinking the lose. other day, like every time they, by the way, when they show Andy Reid on the sidelines, there's so many times that you watch, you don't notice it necessarily. I did. They show a close up of his mustache. It's just like, why are they so zoomed in on his mustache? His mustache has a personality of its own. Can you imagine him without the mustache? Like, he looked goofy as hell. Like, Do you know who Nick Offerman is? The name sounds familiar. He, he's an actor. Uh, what was he on? Um, he was on one of those fucking shows. But um, he's all, he, he's got a beard. I've only ever seen him with a beard. But he was on the, uh, the show The Last of Us on HBO. Um, which, last night's episode, I loved it. But a lot of people complain because, like, there's a gay relationship. That, that was, like, the main focal point of the episode. But a lot of people like, oh, they went woke. I hate when people say that. I'm going to start fucking punching people. Anytime someone says woke, I'm smacking the shit out of them. Because, like, you, what, you fucking retarded retard. I fucking said it. I'm not backing off of that this time. But, um, but basically, um, they showed him, like, doing kind of the after the episode, like, inside the episode interview. And he didn't have a beard at all. He was like clean shaven. And I looked at Sarah, I was like, dude, I've never seen that dude without a beard. I'm fucking confused and a little scared. Oh, yeah. Like, it wasn't right. Those videos of like a young child when their dad shaves the beard for the first time, they don't <laughs> recognize him. Most of them cry. Like, what the hell? Well, like, but yeah, I would say most people that have a beard, and I'm included, if you shave it completely, it's not a pretty sight. Well, like, I know for me, like, with Sophie, like, I've always been, like, either or. Like, I'll let I'll let it, like, grow out. I don't like it, so I, I always shave it off. But she's gotten, like, comfortable with the whole, like, you know, um, my face being, like, soft. So she'll come over. As soon as she sees me shave, she'll come over and, like, smack the shit out of my face. Like, oh, my God, you shaved. And, like, she's, like, okay, I'm probably going to stop shaving because she keeps hitting me. Like, it sounds like an abusive relationship, I know, but it's not. It's just my kid. Um, but nope. yeah, Andy Reid with no mustache would be. 
I'd like to see it, but it's probably I if scary. I, I don't know if I want to. Kelsey one time shaved earlier this year, and he looked pretty bad without it. Like, I mean, he but, looks like such a different person. Like, you wouldn't even know that's Kelsey. I mean, he's not had the beard, though, before in his career, though. Well, he's I mean, always had like, stubble. Yeah, but, he, I mean... When he went completely shaven, it was... He was tough to recognize. <laughs> fuck. Um, like... I, I don't like stubble versus like a beard are two still two totally different things to me. Where I'm like, okay, well you got stubble, I can still see what you would probably look like without the beard. Or without the stubble. But like if you got like a full beard and then you shave it completely off, it's like, oh my god. Like don't do that. Um let me turn my volume off. Yeah, look at him. Just poor just poor so different. <laughs> Definitely looks cool with the beard. I mean, I guess. I, I, he looks like a person. He looks significantly older without the beard. I think he looks like a date rapist either way. So, beard or no beard. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I want Jalen Hurts to win, but I want Phil, the Philadelphia fans to lose. Fuck those guys. Um, well, Kansas City already has a championship now, so for those fans, I'm happy for those. Philly did too. They went a long time. Yeah. Yeah. They won with Nick Foles, which I was talking about Nick Foles the other day. Just like, you know, that rookie season, he wasn't supposed to be a starter. But he threw 27 touchdowns. It was a Flacco-like season. He went 27 touchdowns, two picks, won, a, uh, won the Super Bowl, and got some big contracts. I think he tried to start in Jacksonville at one point. Yeah. The dude got paid, but uh, the rest of his – I think it's been like, what, Olympus Phillies Super Bowl. It's been a long time now. Did they win in 2014? That seems Sounds right. right. So, eight years ago. So, he's had an eight-year career since, and it's been bad for eight years. Well, <laughs> I, also, I also think, too, it's like, again... He even came back to Philly. I, I think also, like, to judge a player like that, it's like, look, okay, he had that one good year. That's not really a reflection of, is he good or is he bad? I mean, he had a good year. He, I don't even want to say it was a fluke year, but, like, look, it worked out for him that year. It didn't work out the rest of the way. Oh, well. I mean, such is life. Because not every quarterback is going to be a career star. I mean, even Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman is the biggest fraud of them all because that dude never led the league in passing everyone MVP. Like, nothing. And yeah, his overall stats are actually pretty unimpressive. Did, did he break 4,000 at all? Like I know they're talking about his yardage was wasn't that great either. He's not he doesn't lead in any category. Really? Yeah. So it's like he like but he slides under the radar in that. But it's like it's almost kind of like he was just subpar enough to not really matter because they were winning. It's a little bit like Eli got the two Super Bowls, but his yeah. career numbers aren't spectacular. I mean, I. I feel like they're better than Troy Aikman. Oh, I think they're I think they're way better than Troy Aikman. <laughs> but I also think that's a, a reflection of the game changing over the years. Because Eli, the game changed just at that point where Eli was like getting, like he got drafted, and then the game started to change a little bit more over the next couple of years. Because it's like after that, every quarterback was throwing for four thousand, five thousand yards, just all types of goofy numbers, and it's like, oh. You know, like, well, why are the records getting broken? Well, because, I mean, these new rules favor quarterback. The receiver's crushing uh, records now. And then you have the extra game, so you know it's about to get fucking out of hand. So, I don't know. Let's rate this beer. We're 30 minutes in. I bet. Yeah, this is called family drama. And I can only think they made it a 9.5 to help you deal with some family drama. 
I believe the, there was a different version of this originally centered around the holiday. I think it's to help you deal with family. Oh, isn't that like a, a demented snowman on the front or something? So. Well, well, flying dog always has these strange drawings. Oh yeah, but I'm saying, isn't that a snowman? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, no, I might there, be drunk. There's some wild ass faces. It's one of those like uh, Picasso type things where. Granted, it's better than I can draw, but I feel like it's not that good of a drawing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it, more artsy than good. <laughs> but that's weird how art's that way, too. Yeah. It's like, oh, let's yeah, slap some shit together. Good, like, I, I've seen it. Like, if you could draw, I could draw you, and it looks like a portrait. It won't be as good as if I drew a sloppy version of you. Well, well so, but that's like those art snobs. I was like, well, look, I mean, like, uh, what's the word? Expressionism? Like, you know, it's like, fuck you. Like, the two pictures that my uncle drew upstairs of uh, the one with me and him and then the other one of Sophie in that little collage. And, like, that shit's fucking magic. Like, yeah, if, if you tell an artist that's not good, it's like, but then tell some oh, fucking cocksucker look, this is glasses, magic. You got a hook just hanging off in the air. Fuck that guy. And fuck that artist. There's all types of mismatched things. But you know what? Because of that art, I'm taking off half a point. All right, let's rate this fucking <laughs> Oh, beer. wait. Is there a... Oh, wait. You might have a... Madlib to do on here though. Oh, word. Let's go. So let, let's let's rate the beer first. All right. All right. So it's a seasonal release. I would say it's probably something to do with the winter, again, family drama. Looks like a snowman um, on the cover. Nine point five percent, and it's actually an imperial pilsner, which we've not seen. I don't know what that word means. I don't know what they spelled. Pilsner. Mm, okay. With light malt notes and slightly floral hop character. Mm, okay. Take that <sighs> yeah. All right. So I like it. It tastes yummy. It's got a good percentage, but the artwork's trash. So. I like it too, but the 9.5 fine dogs that we've had otherwise, I think are better. I agree. I agree. But. This is in the sevens to me. Oh, I was like, percentage wise? No, dude. It says 9.5. What are you talking about? Um, no, no. This is definitely a seven beer. I mean, it, it's not higher than that for sure. Um, this is over a six, though. I'll give you that. I'm gonna give it a seven two. It would have been. Was it was gonna get higher, but that fucking artwork's dog shit. But I had a seven two. And that, so yeah, it has potential for Pilsner. Like, let's get a little more, a little bit more flavor in there. Let's get some better fucking artists, bitch. Yeah, the art. Yeah, we got, yeah, I don't even know what's going on. But it's an ugly frame. Yeah. Oh, let's do the magic though. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, maybe we'll get a bonus one. All right. I'm not going to try to read it yet. Okay. All right. Your name. What the fuck's a Mad Lib anyway? I forgot. That's when they like, you fill in the words. It's going to say name, adjective, adjective, noun, noun. Oh. So, stuff that I should have learned in English class that I don't know. So, give me someone's name. Someone's name? Richard. Or, <laughs> it's probably better be someone we know. But Richard, well, we, we, we know a Richard. Right, Dick. Richard. Adjective. What the fuck's the adjective? Describing word. Word to describe something. Ooh, that's fucked up. Give me a second, because I was about to say, the first thing that came to my mind was horrible. So, um, smells. I think you would say smelly. Oh, Richard Smelly. Another name. <laughs> uh, Calvin. <laughs> I like it. Adjective. That's fucking 
another adjective? How to describe it? Yeah, so like something before another word. Fucking name, another name. God damn! How many fucking well, people are we doing? It's a freaking family. Oh yeah, it is a family drama. thing. Damn, that's fucked up. Sheila. <laughs> Let's not leave out the women. I hope it's Sheila E. Oh yeah, of course. Now, it's a person, place, or thing. No pronouns. Car. <laughs> and another name. Shoes. Sure, we can't. All right, here we go. All right. Oh, that already starts <laughs> off great. Aunt Richard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. Aunt. <laughs> Damn it. Aunt Richard showing pictures of her smelly cats. <laughs> yes. Uncle Calvin singing songs about his. Fucking divorce. <laughs> yes. Cousin Sheila bragging about car. <laughs> and you can't leave. It's another Christmas. Shoes? It? It's another Christmas shoe for the whole family. I love it. Aunt Richard. We, we started <laughs> off strong, but we, we kind of, that, that ending got a little. Aunt Dick. Jeez <laughs> <laughs> oh, Louise. All right. Well, it's going to still keep the 7 2. That if, if if that would have nailed it from beginning to end, that that would have moved up to a seven three. All right. Um. Let's see here. So let me see here. What do I got here on the board? So Logan Paul, because like uh, Jake Paul signed a contract with the PFL. Logan Paul, right there. Um. Oh no, that's Edge. Never mind. Logan Paul is going to show up here in the Royal Rumble in a little bit. Um. So there's a big announcement coming on Tuesday when this episode drops. Uh, he signed something with the UFC. So I think they're pump faking this, though, because they kept playing this audio of him asking Dana, if I wanted to fight one of your guys, could we make that happen? And Dana's like, well, shit, you wrestle, you box. I mean, I don't see why not. I think they're trying to make us believe they're going to get him to sign for a fight or two. I don't think he's going to. I don't think that's what they're going to do. But I'd like to see it. I think he do. I think he do well enough. Um, I think it'd be fun. He'd do better than CM Punk. CM Punk went in there and got fucking murked immediately. Um, but I'm interested to see what the announcement's going to be. And if he is fighting, I hope it's sooner rather than later. This dude is legit doing side quests in life. I mean, he's in the WWE. He, he just signed something with the UFC. These motherfuckers are just like, like playing the video game. They didn't beat the game and said, you know what? Like, let's go back and do the side yeah, quest that's now. That's what they're doing. They basically live like fucking video game, right? And then they get they get bored. Like, yeah. well, let me try this. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's make our YouTube videos with our friends and just blow up. All right. I mean, I think I want a box. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm gonna do pay per views. Get paid for it. Right? it's like, you, like you know what? WWE was fun when I was a kid. <laughs> I think I want to do that. And then he like excels at everything he's been doing. The wrestling, I think he was like, it reminds me of The Miz a little bit, but I like, he's yeah. more athletic than The Miz. Well, yeah, and The Miz, I mean, I think the whole Miz thing, I mean, that, it's funny because he did the uh, the Tough Enough uh, reality show with WWE, because um, they, they used to, like, do it, I think they had, like, two or three seasons, 
and then they like they canned it and it was like okay we're done with this no one's watching then they did another season that had the Miz and um uh, the one dude who ended up being his tag team partner and it was like okay cool the Miz I mean I think they said for the Royal Rumble when he came out there like this is 14th Royal Rumble so I mean I would I say at least like 16 years I'm pretty sure he broke out the Miz on the wheel yeah yeah he did so. When when I first saw that he was a wrestler, I couldn't believe it. He was such a goofball in the real world. I mean, I mean that's the thing though. You're watching a reality show where, you know, they're they're putting on a you know character. So could be good, could be bad. Ah, that's I got mixed reviews there already. Got a cool can, and if you look at the Marilyn Monroe outline, it's got the Marilyn flag. I like it. That's already going to get an extra extra half point. So. You put the Maryland flag on anything, and I'm in. But um, but yeah. So uh, I'm curious to see what Logan Paul does. But I think that's the thing now. The Paul brothers kind of have that 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 appeal where we want to know what they're going to do next. So um, I think uh, Jake was talking about who was he talking about uh, boxing? It was the UFC. Oh, uh, Luke Rockhold, because Luke Rockhold is he retired from the UFC. He's talking shit, but he still technically has one fight left. But he's retired, so it's like basically like, look, if Dana cuts me or, 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 or releases me, I'll be happy to fight one of these fucking punk kids. And Dana was like, go ahead, go knock one of those kids out. Like you're you're released. So I don't know if that's a fight that's going to actually happen, but my money is on Jake Paul. I mean, because first off, Luke Rocco, his chin is pretty much gone at this point. So. It, you know, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so Jake Paul that he is fighting Tyson Fury's brother now. Oh, oh yeah, I did see something about that. So yeah, yeah never mind. Shit, so I mean, that's a legit boxer. Yeah, I did um, see that clip. But did, did I, I post that? Clip? I think they have Mike Perry. Yeah, Mike Perry. Who is Mike Perry? Mike He's Perry. Yeah, he used to. He says the backup because unfortunately, I think. Fury backed up before. Or yeah. Something, something but yeah, was. they, he got hurt. Like, they were supposed to fight. So, and, at least yeah. they have a backup plan already. So, you know, Mike Perry. But if this actually happens, he'll be fighting a legit boxer. And Fury so, talked a lot of shit. Uh, it was funny, the shit he talked to Tyson. Because uh, Paul likes Fury. He's like, I'm, he said something like, I'm sorry, bro. Knock out your brother. <laughs> um, the like I, I'd rather see that fight than to see... Uh, Mike Perry, because Mike Perry is unhinged in so many different ways. Like, so Mike Perry, I think he says, like, he has, like, a very small percentage of black in him. He's like, I'm allowed to say the N-word. <laughs> like, he was on the interview just dropping the N-bomb. Like, that shit was super casual for him. And they're like, yo, chill, son. He's like, no, no, it's okay. I'm, you know, like an eighth black. Like, it's okay. I can say it. I was like, uh, just stop. Because, again, why do you want to say it? Just leave it alone. Um, but I hope, uh, uh, what's his name, Fury doesn't pull out because yeah, I I'd rather see that fight. That meeting with them was the first time they were met in person. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, if Mike Perry gets to call up, I think that's going to be a lame duck fight. Mike Perry, actually, when he got released from UFC, I feel like he went to another organization, then he went to bare knuckle boxing. And. That, I don't think that went over well for him, so. It was funny, Tyson was seen in the crowd just watching. He was federally entertained by all. 
Yeah, he seems the type. He seems like he's down for whatever, whenever. Let's yeah. have fun. He's a gypsy. I, <laughs> I think that's a derogatory term. We're not allowed to say it anymore, like midget. I mean, but that's his name, the gypsy king. Well, he's allowed to say it. Like, I was watching this documentary on uh, black cinema a couple weeks ago. I can't, I can't remember the name of the one movie. They had to change the name of the movie because the name straight up had N word like in the title. Like, yeah, that title no longer exists. And whatever it is now is like that's so much lamer. Like, you should just stick to your guns. Like, like own it. But, um, like, I think Tyson Fury could call himself the Gypsy King because, well, you know. But I, I think if his size is yeah. to me if he was talking to him. No. Like who's gonna say what to him? <laughs> like you can't say that. Oh fuck you. you. Well, like there's probably very few people in this world that can take Tyson Bird. And I don't know, he, yeah, he's a he's a big fucking boy. Like that's that's And a he's little, not all there in a good way. That that's a lot of human. Um let's uh get these other uh mugs so that way we can drink this other beer. I'm going to pause for a second, y'all. We'll be back. It's going to seem like a second, but it's going to be like 15. All right. Told you. It's going to be a long time. But it really was. It was like maybe three minutes. I love our frozen mugs. Brett, I know you don't listen, but thank you. You little fuck. Uh, see, I can say that because he don't be listening. Um, what was it? Maybe because if he's on the other side. I asked him to come today. He fell asleep pretty early. That's not far-fetched. Um, yeah, Bea wanted she she only doesn't come when she works very early. But she prepared our question mm, That seems kinda of disproportionate there. It's no, there's more. This is no, a big game. I, I just pour I just dumped it upside down. Oh snap. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, because the mugs are big though. Mm. I was mm. mm-hmm. I think they might bigger. Sometimes mm. okay. mine's bigger. I don't think so, buddy. I don't think so. Um <laughs> it's, it smells play. delicious. I mean, cross streams will be weird at first, but you get used to it. This was my uh, mm. compensation for all the bad beers that you give me. <laughs> mm. It smells not great, but it tastes pretty yummy. It's got like a little sour to it, but it's kind of yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. Um, oh, oh no, never mind. I keep forgetting there's too many ball headed wrestlers. I was like, oh, here comes that part where he's about to fucking jump across the ring off the top rope. But, I mean, yeah, he fucking moves well. He moves like a fucking wrestler. I mean, he's an athlete, so... I don't know. Good stuff. There's he a, takes some bad hits. Like, well, he, he uh, injured his knee at WrestleMania. That's why he's been off, you know, gone. Because I think they had a plan for him. Um, I sent Sarah this video. They're talking about, like, secrets in wrestling. And they're like, now, if you watch Randy Orton, when he does his power slam, pay attention. And you'll see like little cues, like if he claps his hand, that means you're going, for, you know, you're going to go through with the slam. They're like, if you're doing a DDT, you know, like the OJ Snake Roberts, when you smack your back, that means you're taking the fall. But if they don't hit your back, that means you're going to power out of it or do something. Um, they're showing things like if the ref comes over, like if there's like a bad collision, like the table letters, chairs match, and they all like fucking hit the floor hard. He'll come over to the wrestlers and put his hand, like he'll, he'll grab the wrestler's hand, like, or... Uh, put his hands in theirs. And if they squeeze his hand, that means they're, they're good to keep going. But if not, then, you know, they'll call for assistance. Shit like that. And so now as I'm watching wrestling, I'm, like, looking for all these little fucking cues. Because, uh, what was it, Paul Heyman and uh, someone 
saw him, but they made him a babyface now. Uh, who's that, Rhodes? Yeah. Yeah, well, because the thing is, I mean, when I guess when he was with the company, he was like a middleman. And then he left and uh, created AEW with uh, the cons or Khan, Tony Khan. What's his character um, Basically. Also American Dream? Yeah, well, because that's his dad. Yeah. So he's the American Nightmare. So. Okay. Um, but. But basically, yeah, he his contract ran up with AEW, so he came back last year. And, I mean, it was it was no secret. Everybody was like, oh, who's Seth Rollins' secret opponent going to be for whatever it was, Survivor Series or Rumble last year? I can't remember. And it ended up being Cody Rhodes, which we all knew. They had the match at WrestleMania and then um, another pay-per-view where he had a, a pec injury. And this is his return from that. So, um, I mean, we all kind of know where it's going because it's like basically whoever wins the Royal Rumble gets a title shot at WrestleMania. He comes in dead last, like the last person to come in. And that's not to say that's a guarantee that they have it, you know, scripted that way, but we know they have it set for this dude to, he, he's supposed to go on. And, and I'm fine with it, you know, because that was kind of the whole big thing of him coming back. It's like, look, he was the Intercontinental Champion uh, before. He went to AEW. Um, did this thing over there, came back, and I think he was like, essentially, like, look, I want to be world champ. I want to be WWE champ. So, come over here to work. I mean, he's got some, you know, some good reps over there in AEW now. He looks a lot better in the ring. He was good in the ring before, but he looks a lot better. He's bigger. So, you know, he's going down to Mexico getting the supplements. No problem with that. Um, but I'm in. I'm in for all. And Braun Strowman, yo. This dude was a big, fat, sloppy dude, yo. He, like, he he's fucking cleaned up. So, good for him. I came across two recent wrestlers. One today was the the screwdriver. The Montreal screwdriver mm-hmm. came up. On yeah. Feet. And I've seen it before. Yeah. But I, I guess I had a little bit of a different perspective after watching today. Because the original ones, like, everyone was lying to Bret Hart. But I was like... Yeah, did he for, say... For, uh, I guess... He kind of told the company like he's leaving, and then yeah, they wrote him a script to leave, and he was gonna lose the belt, and he was like basically like no. So yeah. then it was kind of like, I'm not losing all my. Now that I heard that, I was like, so yeah, well, because like I think you know, I, maybe if he didn't go about it that oh, way, oh, there it is. Let him win. Um, so like prior to all of this, uh, WWF had a wrestler, um, Alundra Blaze, Medusa, whatever name she goes by. She was the women's champion. Women's wrestling was dog shit back then. It was like her and like some random lady pull out a crowd. Kind of like Ronda Rousey fighting in, in MMA. Um, and, and then she got Holly Holm and got fucking block knocked off. I was listening to a podcast about that shit today. It was great. I'm going to watch it tonight. I love seeing Ronda Rousey get knocked out. Not like by like her husband or like by Holly Holm. But, um, but when Medusa left, she took the women's title with her. And on uh, WCW TV, she throws it in the trash can. So the whole thing was Vince wanted Brett to lose the belt. He was like, no, not not in my hometown. Fuck you. Their fear was that he was going to walk out as champion, go to WCW, and do the same thing. So they're like, like no, nah, that's not happening. But apparently, and I haven't read the interview or anything, but apparently I guess they're saying that he was in on it. And it's like, look. It, it, it's like over the years that fucking story has changed so many different times that like one thing that was brought up that was a, an interesting point though when that all happened he stood on the apron of the ring and uh like kind of air lettered wcw 
And someone pointed out, I was like, they were very clear with the camera on him doing that. If, like, Vince McMahon doesn't want to promote nothing for nobody else. If this were a real thing, they would have pulled the camera off of him right away. Yeah, I think, I think if the real story, I mean, the first story I heard was very much pro Bret Hart. And then the <laughs> second one, a lot of wrestlers, like, including Triple H, even Mankind, were kind of like, you know, someone, you're the head of a company and someone tells you, yeah, I'm not going to do what you say. Fuck you. It's your company. Like, fuck it. <laughs> no, we're going to do it anyway. Oh, yeah. I will say the first one, too, implied, like, uh, Shawn Michaels didn't know what was going on. He definitely was in on it. Well, yeah. Now he didn't even admit it. He was like, and he was told to deny everything. Well, yeah, I remember. So those clips you see when he's denying it, well, apparently to him, he was told to deny everything. Like they like there's like um the documentary on it that's showing uh I wanna say it was Bret Hart's wife, someone back there, I think it was Bret Hart's wife, you know, yelling like at, at Hunter, uh Triple H, like, Hunter, did you know? You fucking knew, did you? You knew. And he was like, No, I don't know anything. Like, no, this is news to me. Um, yeah, Shawn Michaels, all of them. It's like Yeah, and Triple H was in this interview. I think Triple H definitely knew, but at the same time, I think he was more like doing what's better for the business rather mm-hmm. than Bret Hart. Uh, and oh, yeah. I mean, he's in his position now. I mean, for the and then, um, I mean, the, the whole fucking thing with, make, like, WWE and the Hearts, I mean, they're instrumental with, you know, with the, um, uh, you know, the Hart family up in Canada and everything. So many wrestlers came through there. Chris Benoit, uh, Brian Pillman, uh, you know, um, you know, all of the hearts, uh, David Boy Smith, the British Bulldog, you know, and, and the thing is, it's like, I don't know, it's just like Vince McMahon, he's a wild dude, like just the ego, but um, but then fucking punishing Owen, and it, I don't, it, you know, it wasn't because of that, I guess the, the word was that Owen was supposed to be in a storyline where he was supposed to, uh, I can't remember which female a wrestler who's supposed to be having an affair with them and he was like I'm not going to do that because that looks bad I'm a married man that looks bad on TV blah, blah, blah. so then they made him do the blue blazer gimmick from the beginning of his career and tragically you know he's coming in on the zip line and fell to his death um and it, it just sucks because you know when you when you look at that it's like just all this bullshit over like ego and punishment you, you know, someone dies. I mean, sure, the Montreal school job, it might have been all stage. Brett probably knew. But Owen Hart falling to his death, unless this motherfucker pops up out of nowhere, like, oh, it was, yeah, it was staged. <laughs> I'd be like, holy shit, that's horrible. But then even like AW, like, I guess, like, um, on Hart's widow was like, look, I don't want to have anything to fucking do with this company. They're going to start a charity and everything. They're like, nope, fuck them. But then uh, recently, because AEW is fairly new, they I guess they had like this banner because whenever they get a new uh, star, they'll say so and so is all elite, and they had Owen Hart, and it was like Owen Hart is all elite, and then like they had like the Owen Hart Invitational like tournament and all this shit. I'm like damn, that's that's a complete kick to the nuts to WWE. But I guess on one note of it too, they was like it saves us some money. <laughs> we don't got to donate. That's fucking in poor taste, but, you know, it's me. Fuck y'all. But yeah, I mean, and the one thing I saw today, I want to say someone close to Bret Hart, maybe it was even his wife, was kind of like, and you know Bret, he takes everything all sensitive. And I was like, 
it was a mixed thing now. Now I'm like, uh, Brad's being a little bit of a diva too. Like, you leave the company and you want to just go out on your terms? Nah. Yeah, I, I, that you're gonna go to the rival company. So <laughs> I, I think a lot of that though came with the whole Hulk Hogan thing because he he had some static there with Hulk Hogan because I think there was supposed to be a match with with uh, Brett and Yokozuna, and I guess they were supposed to play an injury or he might have actually been hurt, whatever it was. But then since he wasn't gonna be able to continue the match, Hulk Hogan comes out and saves the day, and Brett hated it. It was like like nothing good to say about that dude. But I mean. Were you, I will say the interview, the clip they play of Vince McMahon talking about it now, Vince admits it wasn't the nicest thing to do, but he also was like, I was trying to do what was best for my company. As he should. differed on opinion. Like, so I, I like the fact that he's like, admitted, like, I'm not necessarily right, but I'm not necessarily wrong either. Brett seeing it as one way. Looking back at it when it first happened, everyone was like, fuck Vince McMahon. Yeah. This is horrible. And that was too. Yeah, like that, that, you know. But like now, as you're older, you really like think about it. It's like you know what? Nah, no. Vince was right. It's his company. I mean, like you say, you got to think about it. Like, let's say we're Colompton, and we have we have a third, and that third's like, well, I don't want to do this because it's gonna look shitty on me. And it's like, well, I mean, it's kind of a thing we've always been doing. <laughs> like, and and if you're gonna like sit in with us, you're part of that. Well, I don't want to do it. All right. Well, you know what, Steve? Let's do his best for Colompton. Fuck that kid. And then one day that kid shows up and there's no microphone. <laughs> like, where's my mic? Oh, yeah, so this is the Montreal Screwjob. You're out. Or as Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon would say, you're fired. Fucking, oh, I hated that shit, too. With that, though, he's such a funny owner. Like, he's great wrestling owner because he's the character, too. <laughs> you know, I feel like his character was in real life. It's crazy, though, when I see, saw him in the later years of how unrecognizable he, he got pretty old. Motherfucker's he's age, though. Yeah, it, it's crazy, too, how much of he truthful he was when he tore both hamstrings that one time. Wait, what's that? He tore both hamstrings when he tried to enter the ring. Oh, yeah. And then he had, yo, imagine how painful that had to have been. He played it off sitting in the ring the entire time. Um... I've seen a, I've seen some clips too recently, just the Undertaker talking about some old times, and the Undertaker would seem like a he would be a great Colombian podcast guest because he, he's one sounds like a good drinker. <laughs> sounds like a you see him on a Stone Cold podcast. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, them two drinking wine. I think we mentioned on here. That was yeah. kind of funny. Like Stone Cold's like you're supposed to swirl around. Look how it drips down. He's like, I just want to drink it. <laughs> I felt they were like, well, it is a mighty tasty beverage. <laughs> Dude, but that's how I feel. Like. I was like, I don't want to do that fancy shit, but it's just delicious. Like, what can I say? Yeah, I mean, really, well, the only thing that matters is, yeah, all the visuals and the appreciation of smell. It's like, if you're drink, drinking, the taste matters and the effect matters. Yeah, I mean. Does anything else really matter? No, no. If you can for, smell a bouquet for <laughs> snobs, yeah. But for motherfuckers just trying to get they're trashed, not, they're not drinking for the alcohol, so they might as well go drink some non-alcoholic juice. And yeah, like that. motherfuckers good. Well, even the wine at church will get you fucked up. So it's like, and and oh, let me tell you, when my grandparents would get the wine for church when it was their time to do that shit, they get this good ass bread, but then they get this cheap ass wine, and it was like, yo, 
I remember when I finally stepped up to the plate, I was like, I'm not going to drink the grape juice. I'm going to drink this wine. And I had the wine. I was like, oh, my God. I'm going back to the grape juice. I don't know that I drink the wine. I'm sure. I feel like maybe I did one time. I'm not sure. But I always thought it wasn't alcohol. I don't think I did, to be honest. I don't remember enough that I did. I just remember my church, which in this area, so they do the traditional wafer-looking one. Yeah. But, yo, know, for kids sometimes, because they had a limited supply, they'd give you, like, a breadcrumb. It was like a, it looked like a crouton, but it was soft. That's trash. And I was like, it was like, it, no, it was like a, someone cut off the crust of the bread. That's what they gave you. And I was like, what the fuck's this? But I hated, like, so, because I grew up in an old school Catholic church originally, where they put the thing in your mouth for you. Then not. And then I realized you could put your hand out, so I started doing that. Oh, I never... Well, no, First Communion, I didn't put it in my mouth for me. That shit worried me out. Um, (laughs) And I remember the story of, like, whatever... I don't even remember what Communion was actually supposed to be. I was like, I don't feel anything different. (laughs) I I remember for my church, because we're Lutheran, which is kind of like a... It's like Catholicism, like, super light. And I remember... I um my pastor lived down the street from me. And I remember my grandparents were like um, wanted me to do the confirmation shit and everything, which is usually done when you're like ten or twelve or some shit. I don't fucking know. But I was like much older, and I remember going to church and I would never do communion, and it was just I didn't want to do it. And I remember I'm sitting there talking with my pastor. And he goes, "I respect the fact that you you don't do the communion because you don't know what it is." And I looked and was like, "Yeah." That's why I don't do it. I did the communion, and to my surprise, when I was chosen to be a godfather, and they're Catholic, they were, like, kind of strict with the ceremony. The person who asked me to be godfather was not strict. And I was like, they're like, have you been confirmed? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, you have something to prove you're confirmed. I was like, I do? Then I I remember I had to call my mom. I was like, do you have something that I was confirmed? She's like, you were confirmed. And I was like, I wasn't. <laughs> what did I do? She's like, I was conf- the communion. You were in class to do confirmation, but you didn't want to go anymore. It's like, yeah, that's something. Yeah, because <laughs> I remember I got a certificate, and wow, well, I don't even know where that is. I don't care either. But I remember getting a certificate for it, and I was just like, yay. <laughs> so I moved to Columbton by the time it was the age to do the confirmation. And the class, I just wasn't feeling it. Um, but one of the things we did was first day of class. So this had to be about 12-ish, maybe 13. That seems about right. And I didn't know what was happening. But the dude asks, what's your favorite band? What's your favorite song? And he goes around the room. And this time, this is when Jump Around House Pain came out. So I'm like, House Pain And he goes like this. Really? So now I was like confused, like, he knows what this is? Because I didn't, what that confused me. <laughs> didn't think that was, this wasn't right when it came out, so it was kind of like after a little bit. But then, so what he does after in our class is he turns on videos. Um, it's like a, a VHS tape, like he recorded MTV. Yeah. So then like the fourth videos jump around, I'm like, oh shit. I didn't know we were going to have to talk about this. <laughs> and then, I mean, the first scenes, like the, Shirt Catholic, like the yeah. graveyard scene, and he's like, What do you think of this? And I'm like, 
don't know, looks cool. <laughs> but then it's like, <laughs> Wait, what am I supposed to think about like, it? Then lets the song play, and there's the one line, a big girl steps up and smack a note. And he literally turns <laughs> to me like, so what do you think yes. about this line? I was like, yeah, that shit's tight. No, I didn't say anything. I was like, well, I mean, it, it's, a, it's just a bragging song. It's just like a little... Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think the song really is a good part. Well, I don't really. think it meant any. Like, it was just a clever little line. Um, I mean, that's the weird thing though. When, when adults kind of try to like put you on the spot on some shit, it's like, I don't like. I'm listening to a fucking song. Like, am I supposed yeah. to like have a, like a meaning to everything I listen to? Eat so a dick. It was funny though. After every video, we had to put our thumbs up or thumbs down if we liked it. And luckily, everyone put their thumbs up. I mean, that, that was a hit at the moment, though. So, I mean, everybody knew it. But liked it. also, even the message, no one no one had any experience. And he challenged me. And he, like, back then, too, I, I didn't want to talk into a crowd. And he put me on the spot. Like, Explain this. I, I think he, he went about it in a good way, but it was like, again, I just wanted to blend in. I wasn't feeling that class at all. So, I just wanted to blend in and dip over, get back home. <laughs> yeah, i tell you about... Yeah, I um, think he did talk about, like, do you think this is good in terms of like you know the church like yeah there's crosses yeah <laughs> like backpacks they show church crosses <laughs> like fucking clovers what the fuck do you want from me dog um i tell you about when uh i uh, uh my grandfather took my walkman i had a uh, iced tea on pretty sure like i, I mentioned it and like i set it down he puts it on and every time a cuss word came up he would repeat the cuss word and he goes, hmm, interesting. And puts it down. It's like, eh, I mean, look, man, you can't let a 12-year-old kid roam Main Street, Newark, Delaware, and find a record store. Because I'm going to go in. I got an allowance and tapes for, what, like 7 seven to $10? My allowance is 15 I'm buying tapes. And they're going to have bad words. Remember that I think it was Tipper Gore was responsible for mm-hmm. the parental advisory, and little did she know that just boosted sales. You know what was the? You weren't buying a rap album if, if it didn't say parental advisory. That was like a sign, yo. This shit's whack. You know what was the <laughs> top song, like the number one song in that list of her band songs, the number one and two song on there. Let's see, it was '89 with the uh, horny. Well, no, no, it was. It was just like from '80s period, like so. It was like she was using songs from every year, just about. Um, nope, it wasn't wasn't too live true. They they were on that list, but they weren't number one or two. It was fucking Cindy Lauper, Shebop, because it's about masturbation, and Prince's uh, Darling Nikki, because it shit opens up with uh, you know, uh, nudist girl named Nikki kind of say she was a sex fiend. Met her in a hotel lab, lobby, masturbating to a magazine. He's like, Tipper, relax. You know you do it. <laughs> like, bust chill. Al's not around enough, so you got to do it. Um, Tipper's a bitch. No, she was, but it's funny is that she backfired from the albums with the parental advisor who sold more. Except and, for in know, Walmart. It almost became a uh, badge. Like, you had to have that. And, uh, if you weren't cursing in hip-hop, no, I don't think. I, I remember as a kid, I wouldn't want to see it, yeah, it's weird. It was very few like albums that didn't have curse words. The only one that I can remember off top would be probably MC Hammer and fucking uh, Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince, yeah. I remember Hammer tried to gangster for a little bit. Yeah. Those albums have dipped. He tried. 
<laughs> he was like, I'm a chameleon. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're a joke. And even his gangster song was pretty popular. How was, was that? Like bumps, bumps in the humps? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I'm so happy. I'll probably, but, I'm going to bump that to work tomorrow. Probably one of the most embarrassing poppy songs I liked was Too Legit to Quit, but it was because of the Sports Center era, and they had like every good athlete was in that video going over the Too Legit thing. Well, I mean, that's the thing though, too, during that era of music, it was like there were songs that, like, like they were that peak sports, like, they're like they had like a catchiness to it anyway. Doesn't necessarily mean it was a great song, it's like they just happened to hit a pitch where it's like, oh, we got you. And plus, they played it so much because it was it was fucking hammered. So, of course, they're gonna play it a lot. They, they played everything that Dean played, right? It, it's funny, is that era again? So, what that's 89 Hammer. The, uh, you can't touch them, whatever that, that was. Well, hammer time. 89 and 90. Yeah. So, or like, 89 to like 90. So, I'm like 8 and 9. And I remember those songs. And, and again, I, I swear by this. It was like when Vanilla Ice came out, I knew of his name, but I never, for some reason, came across him. Like, I wasn't quite sure what he looked like. We had a guy we went to school with that everyone was like, you know, he looks like, he got his haircut exactly like Vanilla Ice. Like, so that's what Vanilla Ice looks like? <laughs> but I never saw Vanilla Ice. I'm going to be honest, for the longest time, I didn't know that Vanilla Ice was white because I never seen I never Vanilla Ice. So I didn't connect. I didn't know. I didn't vanilla. even. For whatever reason, too, the Ice Ice Baby song, besides the people singing the chorus in school, I never came across that song. I don't know why. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's fucking trash. So, um, Ninja raps even worse. Nah, that shit is tight. So. I will say, oh, and, and an old friend of ours was in town, Seth, and I wish I could have met up with him, yeah. but I'll never forget Seth, and I doubt he listens, but if he does, he had one of the greatest, um, possessions I've seen. <laughs> he had the Ninja rap on VHS. Don't hate, son. The video. <laughs> don't that shit, no, that shit's tight. Shit is tight. <laughs> That shit got me worth some money. Who has that? Uh, I Who promise, bought that? I promise you it's worth money. But yeah. hold on. All right. Let me, let's Ninja look it up. VHS. Let's look this shit up. eBay. Because eBay, Yo, eBay got all the that best. Out, I couldn't believe it. Who uh, has this? All right. Let me, <laughs> let me look for uh, some numbers here. Ninja Rap. Ninja Rap. VHS. That was yeah, the first was the, thing at the top. It was the official music video. Okay, <laughs> let's see. All right. So we got at the top right here. Vanilla Ice, Ninja Rap, VHS, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I got one person trying to sell it for a hundred, another Damn. person. Another for, I mean, that's pretty good for BHS. Huge drop off after that. Somebody's <laughs> trying to sell it for eighteen ninety five, free shipping, thirty three ninety nine, uh, shipping at three sixty five. Damn, who's selling um, for hundred? Some Yahoo. Seth, are you selling your videos? All right, hold on. Still VHS lot. Okay, this is just the cartoons. Oh, and and wrap out of this. Well, I don't know what the fuck any of that means. So yeah. So so well, I mean, at a job that we worked at, remember we all got like a special, um, what's we call it? Like, it was, it was only for employees only, and it's like okay, all of us have this this one trinket, and then suddenly we start seeing it pop up on eBay, like people trying to sell this shit for like a thousand dollars, four thousand. It's like chill, yeah. But there are lunatics out there that were fucking obsessed, like his fucking Beanie Babies. When they gave it to us, they're like, you better retire on this if you save it. Uh, it's, it's somewhere upstairs. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck any of that is. But I'll keep that in mind when I need to fucking buy some crack. So, um, all right, let's uh, rate, rate this, this beer. Thing. We uh, actually crushed this one. I'm really looking fast. at the one that you just poured. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm it's not, not into it. Um, you might. I'm not. It's not a... 
I promise you I'm not. Look at it's it. It's a porter. Looks you like, don't usually have it. So it's like a Newcastle. Looks like fucking sludge. Like not really. I had Newcastle once. And it wasn't even by choice. Somebody just handed it to me. I said, what the fuck is this? All right. So this is called Maryland. But spelled a little different. And yeah. we got Marilyn Monroe. It's not spelled like her name either. It's like a combination of her name and Marilyn. And then we got an outline of Marilyn Monroe. And a pink can with the Marilyn flag as her hair. Art's pretty cool. Um, so it's a American blonde ale. Haha. <laughs> so the can says 5.8%, but every single thing online says it's 5.2%. So someone's lying. I'm going to go with 5.8 because it's on the can. And it's basically a blonde ale. It tastes kind of like Guinness Blonde to me. Mm. Um, amount of it's a blonde ale. Hopped with insane amounts of galaxy and then dry hopped with galaxy. I don't know what none of that means. Yeah. Galaxy is a common uh, hop. But I enjoyed it. Cambridge, Maryland. Mm, okay. Uh, RAR, RAR Brewing. I enjoyed it. The 5.8 doesn't necessarily help it though. Um, hmm. I will say we had it in our mug and we drank it quite fast. Yeah, it was pretty good. I think the mug helped it. For sure. Um, let me say, let me give it a 6.9. It, it's just on the cusp for me. Yeah. I went 6.8. Um, it's close to being recommended. The alcohol was low. And, I mean, it was tasty. You yeah, it was alcohol. really good. I fucking liked it a lot. But I've had better American yeah. blondes, I feel like. Like, if I were in the store, I'm not going to go looking for it. If I'm in, like, a panic and I'm like, oh, shit, and I see it. I'm going to grab it off of recognition. The cool can. I bet a lot of girls would get the... Uh, Motherfucker, this is like... I just smell. This is not at all up my alley. Fuck you. Look at that. That looks like the fucking oil from fucking Beverly Hillbillies, you motherfucker. Hey, look at this. Nah, son. I can already tell you now. I'm about to... I'm about to it tastes, I mean, it's like a milkshake. I, I don't like their milkshakes. It's not terrible. It probably isn't for you. But it's not my cup of but tea. But I hated these, too. Somehow... They've grown on me. I think because they tend to be a decent alcohol percentage and they're smooth. Mm. But they do have a, I mean, it has that coffee, coffee-ish taste. Exactly. Let me just say, I split the beers up because we got to be, we review a lot. Mm. We could have done two like that and I was like, nah, 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 we split it up. I can tell you right now, if you would have brought two like this, you would have been barred from the house What's crazy is the way I grabbed the beers last week could have been like we would have had a moonshine episode by accident because the first beer I grabbed was the Wouldn't 15. Have been an five. The second one we haven't done yet. It'll be next week. Was a twelve point five, and then the light beer that I usually end us with was a ten. <laughs> I don't see a problem. Sounds like good numbers to me. I mean, no. so we got nine and a half. We went five eight. So this one's going higher. Mm, that's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, I, I thought about this. Through. There's a method to my order, by the way. I don't think there is. Nah, because I was like, Dante's not going to like this one, but maybe if I get him drunk, he'll at least taste it. You, <laughs> like, see, you got to hit me with like a 13 in the beginning. Where... We did a 9. I, I mean, I could I didn't want to do, so we do have a uh, 12.5 coming, but it was very similar style, unfortunately, to the 15. Ugh. Yeah, I thought you need a break from that. You need a week, at least a week in between the that. Hey, speaking of a week, so next week's the Pro Bowl. So 
there's no discrepancies there. We can't record because we got to watch. Yeah, I was like confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pro Bowl is the worst All Star game. Well, I think I think it's even worse this year. Like, are they doing flag yet? Because flag I, might be a little more interesting. I, I think they're doing flag, but I think it's, it's better than the line. It's something I can stand it up. It's something really goofy though. Um, well, it might be rock and jock style. I think, which I'm in for that. That but. could be better. They make a real competitive like flag football game. Just take away the line, man. Sorry, so I feel you guys like, can make the All Star game, but we don't want to see you in the Pro Bowl. I unless you actually play the game. I feel like more people, like more NFL players, get hurt doing like flag games. Oh, and yeah, that's the thing too. Is just the My wife is out front talking to the neighbor across the street, to, uh, Sophie's friends, and I was like, "Oh, like just come down and be on the show, both of y'all. It's all like, just fucking talk some shit." Like, here, drink this shit for me and rate it. I <clears throat> fucking hate you. Man. Might need a swig of our uh, fridge beer. Maybe. Um, so, while, while I'm, like, working up to drink this. So, the Oscar nominations dropped last week. Uh, like, this isn't necessarily the platform for it, but I just wanted to bitch about the Oscars a little bit. Because, I don't know, fuck them. But the horror thing, I think I saw the video. So... I did put up a video about that. So there is a thing that I do feel like, first off, fuck awards, period. So when people complain about the horror category kind of getting snubbed in Oscars, it's like, why do you want to be included in that anyway? The Oscars is just a bunch of motherfuckers sitting around smelling their own farts. Like, who fucking cares? Unless Will Smith is fucking fucking somebody up at the Oscars, I'm not interested. But I did want to, it was like, the, I guess over the years, they've like expanded like movie of the year, picture of the year, uh, because it used to be like four movies or some shit. Now I think it's like ten. It's like, yo, like, chill, son. <laughs> like, 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 why are we even doing this now? Um, I think the only movie that I could think of off top that I was a fan of that won, like, best picture, like, was uh, Gladiator. Like, I know there are other movies that won beforehand that I grew to enjoy, like, Silence of the Lambs, shit like that. But when I started to really pay attention, it was like, Gladiator won? All right, cool. Maybe they are cool. And then after that, it just kind of went into like, oh, we're a bunch of snooty people smelling farts in the room. Yeah, I always find, I mean, I will look at reviews sometimes if I'm watching one of those free movies at home to just make sure it's not God horrible. But I tend to rely on the audience score more. Like if we look at Rotten Tomatoes, the audience score seems to be a little bit more accurate if you're to gauge whether you're going to like it or not. If, you know, the the critic score is at eighteen percent, but it, the audience score is like eighteen percent. It's probably all right. Hold on, at least entertaining for a free movie. Let me see. Hold on, if they're still out out front, they might not be. Okay. Hey, every time you move, it sets off the alarm and it's scaring me. Be quiet. Cool. That's that relationship. <laughs> Fuck her. He hung up before he said that. <laughs> um, no, so she she uh, called me the other day. Was like, hey, so what are these charges on Amazon? Like I was like buying mad action figures. So I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm trying to like, explain. I was like, um, well, you be buying these shits at Target. <laughs> They're like twenty five dollars at Target. I buy them on Amazon. They're like eleven dollars. Yeah, I was chill, 
Well, she saw some figures today in the store. She was like, do you want this one? I was like, no, because it's going to be... It's going to be cheap on Amazon really soon. So, don't even fucking sweat it. Um, but, hold on, let me fucking pull this article back up for... Oh, I guess I deleted it already. You know why? Because the Oscars don't matter. That's why. But basically, the whole point is, is like, fuck those guys. Fuck their stupid smelly farts. And um, I don't even know, as I'm like looking at the list, I know like Angela Bassett was uh, nominated for a Golden Globe and an Oscar for uh, Best Supporting Actress for Black Panther, so or Wakanda Forever. So I was like, okay, I'm in for that. I'm cool with that. But other than that, it's like, let's see, your Best Picture. All Quiet on the Western Front, Netflix. Avatar The Way of the Water. Uh, not shocked by that, but I haven't seen it. The Banshee of uh, Irish are in. I don't know what oh, that I is. Saw Elvis. Um, which I'm surprised that apparently that's doing. I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to watch it next week. But apparently that movie like was really well received. It was like good for them. Everything everywhere all at once. Okay, no, now we're talking. I, I love that movie. It won't win, but I loved it. The Fable Men's, which I'm interested in that movie, but you know, still fuck it. I think this says Tar. This is on a uh, Paramount or no Peacock right now. I'm not watching it though. It stars that one chick. Top Gun Maverick, best picture. Um, Triangle of Sadness. I'm going to avoid that. Women Talking. Oh, God, why would I want to watch women? Um, and that, those are the best pictures. Uh, nominee, nominees. Best Actor in a Leading role, role. Austin Butler as Elvis. Colin Farrell in Banshee of the... Is that Irish or Irish? I don't know, but some kind of Banshee movie. Brendan Fraser in The Well. I think he got really fat for that, so he should win Oscar just for getting fat. Well, he got, he's a fat boy. Well, he was fat, but he got really, really fat for this one. But uh, Bill Nye in Living. Bill Nye, the scientist? I don't know if that's Bill Nye or Bill Nye. <laughs> um, and then Paul Mescal for After Sun. I don't know what the fuck that means. Um, you know, but basically all these fucking people can go fuck themselves. Except for that chick for... Uh, um, um, everything okay. everywhere all at once. Um, she's uh, yeah, I would be. I think that movie actually would have a chance at the Oscars because it was really artsy. Like, I could see, I could see a lot of people not liking that movie, and a lot of people love that movie. I love that movie, but it started off slow. So, I love that movie. I think the reason why it's even looked at is like people like the Academy loves A24, and it's an A24 movie, so they're like, oh, A24, put it in the conversation. I like it a lot. If if we were allowed to vote, I will vote that. Well, let's see. What were the Best Picture nominees again? I think, yeah, I would vote that out of uh, everything. I haven't watched Elvis yet. Yeah, i probably vote that. Top Gun. Oh, yeah. Because of what I saw. I mean, Top Gun's a good movie. It's a, I mean, it's a action movie. But it was, I mean, it's a good action movie. Um, let's see here. Actress in leading role, Kate Blanchett. Um, the one, the one pretty chick from uh, *Knives Out*. Uh, she played Marilyn Marilyn Monroe. Um, which I heard that movie did not was not very good. Um, some other name I can't pronounce. Michelle Williams uh, from *Dawson's Creek*. She was in *Fablemans*. Um, I will vote for uh, the chick from *Everything Everywhere All at Once*, though. Um, but again, that's really the only movie that I saw out of Is all. It the mom or the daughter. The mom. And then Jamie Lee, 
Jamie Lee Curtis got nominated for Best Supporting Actress and the daughter, actually. So the, the daughter, I could see. I'm surprised Jamie Lee Curtis got nominated. Because it's Jamie Lee Curtis. That's all. But, so they got two nominations for Best Supporting, but I'm always going to vote Angela Bassett because Wakanda Forever, baby. Oh, shit, that drops on Wednesday. So I thought it dropped uh, uh, on the 20th. So I came home from work excited. I planned my day around coming home to watch Wakanda Forever because it was supposed to drop that day. And then it moved it to February 1st. I got home, I was heartbroken. And I was like, yo, are you serious? So they moved to February 1st and so it was like for Black History Month. I was like, yeah, it'll still be available in Black History Month. What the fuck are we doing here? So yeah. And I guess cinematography, best animated feature, costume design, all this dumb shit no one cares about. But um <clears throat> just to give awards, it's like participation trophies when you get yeah. farther. And even supporting actors is always kind of funny. It's like, uh, so you're like the, the best non-main character. Yeah, so you did the best <laughs> job that didn't have like like front and center role. Yeah, yeah, that was me. Okay. But it's like if you win an Oscar though, like in, in the industry, you can like name your price. Like Jared oh, yeah. Leto won yeah. uh, for Dallas Buyers Club. And then from that point on, it's just like music yeah. when you get a Grammy. You, yeah. you just put that in your bio. It's instant credibility. Even though yeah. you look closely at some of these Grammy awards, it goes from best, best spoken album, word, best, best, you know, yeah. It breaks down to all different types of categories. Best yeah. album. But then it's even like, and, and uh, it'll, it'll go into live performances, best rock performance. Yeah. But then there's best rock duo performance best single performance and then i mean the duo thing now, now you're splitting it up to just two people yeah and then how many people did that <laughs> this shit is all goofy um the uh it should have uh, <laughs> it would be funny if the grammys was like best white rapper <laughs> i mean they could these days <laughs> um but yeah it, it, it's like when, when you look at like um just how they even kind of list it. It's like, okay, well, if you win an Oscar, you can do anything. Aquafina won a fucking Oscar. I can't remember for what movie, but she won an Oscar. And it's like, oh. It's funny as I came okay. across Aquafina like very early on in her career when she was still a rapper, where she got yeah. that name. Because she, she did like Bobby Lee's podcast. And she wasn't well known at all then. And then he, he's always joking, like, now she's too big to come back on her freaking podcast. But she won an I think Oscar. She did, but. Yeah, I mean, she, her, her career took off. She was in a bunch of movies. She yeah. wasn't that movie. She was in Crazy Witch. Crazy Witch, which is funny. We just watched that again last night. That was a good movie. I loved it. Like, my, my friend who's Chinese hated it. <laughs> Anytime we talk about it, I was like, man, fuck that movie. I was like, God damn, Joe, chill. Damn, I wish I could remember the term. I just wanted to say a funny little joke. Of, I was walking around the, the lake with uh, Thea the other day, and this kid drove by on a bike, and he said, so I'm like, Mihao. And I was like, what the fuck was that? He was like, and she knew what it meant, but she was like, yeah, she thought that I was Chinese. <laughs> I knew it. Because I always joke like, you're from China. <laughs> um, what was it? China. That there was, um, uh, yeah, what's up with this? Yeah, uh, Bray Wyatt. He's always got some crazy gimmick going on. And then there's. He's got a leprechaun? That's his, that's his actual real life brother in some other get up. Um, you remember, uh, I don't know, like, WWF, like, uh, IRS, that's his sons. So, um, what was it called? Uh, Mike Rotunda. Yeah, I mean, 
It's, it's like they're, they're you know stuntmen, so they just jump off shit now. That's cool. <laughs> uh, that that's like for matches like this is like okay. Well, because Bray Wyatt used to have this character called the Fiend, and basically, if you wrestle him, you're not winning the match. You're not supposed to win the match. And the match was always like like the arena. They would have all the red lights on, and that's how the match was done in in like the red light. And you weren't to beat him. You can't beat him. He's unbeatable. And a lot of wrestlers, he, he ended up getting injured and getting released. But there are a few wrestlers complaining, um, like, after the fact. Like, I mean, basically, if you have to have, um, you know, a match with him, your career kind of suffers because you're going to lose to him. You're scheduled to lose to this guy. And then where do you go from there? Like, you have to rebuild yourself. Like, Miz... Miz was on like a, a huge upswing. Then he had a match with Bray Wyatt as the Fiend, and then he's back to like being silly again. Um, uh, Seth Rollins was another one. Then he then he went up against Goldberg, and Goldberg was like, "I'm not losing to this guy." Like Goldberg, like Goldberg's one of the few guys that right now he can kind of call his shots, and he's like, "I'm not losing to this guy because right now I'm a good guy, I'm a hero. What's it gonna look like if I lose to this guy?" Like my kids are in the front row, all this bullshit. He's like, "Shut up, bitch, and take the check." That's how I feel about Goldberg, motherfucker. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, Wait, this week we got 30 questions. Yeah, God, God damn, that many? All right. Um, no, 13 questions. I was like, 30? Like, God damn. Um, yeah, yeah, let's uh, rate this beer. All right, wait, before before we uh, do the beer, I just got a message from a friend. Uh, and, and we were talking. So there's this pro wrestler. I think her name's Nikita Lyons. She, so she's not in the she's under the WWE umbrella, but there's a NXT, which is like kind of there. It's another offshoot, but like a lot of those wrestlers get brought up to the main roster eventually. She's Dante friendly, in, in, in a lot of Dante friendly ways. And I always send like clips of her wrestling to this uh, one friend, and like we were like going back and forth. I was like, dude, like I'm willing to like be in a toxic relationship with this chick. Like when I say toxic, I mean like fighting, screaming, arguing, like being really fucking destructive and hateful, having like fucking a bunch of kids just being shitty parents. I'm willing to do this for her. Like she's the kind of chick that I'm like, I'm willing to fucking get into like a, a, a scuffle with her. Like, and then just like fall to the floor. And then afterward, like kind of grab her like, yo, Nikita, calm down, calm down, calm down. And right there on the fucking TGI Friday's floor, fuck. Like, just in front of everyone. Like, I'm down. So then, he, like, as we're, like, going back and forth about this, he goes, um, so that's your one. I was like, yeah, that's the one. Because it's, it's impossible. It will never happen. I mean, BJJ Wiki does have that popularity, though, son. Under 1,000. But I was like, look, if we had, like, a purge-type deal, 12 hours. I was like, that's the one. And he was like, yeah, but, like, that would ruin your marriage. I was like, no, because in the purge, at 7 a.m. the next day, all is forgiven. <laughs> like, you can't go back to that. You can't turn back. Because, like, in the purge, when you kill somebody, they can't, like, come at you, like, the day after the purge, like, yo, you're under arrest, yo. Like, nah, son. All's forgiven. Just like if I if I bang Nikita. I don't think that was the purge, though. Yeah. I like, can do whatever. Yeah, you can do whatever. You can kill. You can fucking rob. You can do horrible shit. And once 7 a.m. hit, because in the first one, when uh, the neighbors broke into the house because they hated Ethan Hawke because they had this fucking security system and they basically they were benefiting from people's fear. Um, so 
when the opportunity arose, the neighbors broke into the house, and uh, I think Ethan Hawke ended up dying. Spoiler alert! But it's been not long enough. You motherfuckers should know. It doesn't matter if you don't. But um, the wife, who was uh, in Game of Thrones, the redhead, and not the little girl, but like the fucking mean bitch in Game of Thrones, um, she basically had everybody sitting at the table. She had a gun on all of them. It was like, sit down. And it's like the sun's up now. It's not quite seven o'clock yet. It's like six fifty, and one of the neighbors went to grab a, like a knife or a gun or something, and she smacked the shit out of her with the fucking butt of the gun and broke her nose. And she was like, "No more killing." And it's like after the horn went off, it was like, "Now get the fuck out of here!" And everybody has to go home and act like all all is cool. That's a weird thing. Like be killing motherfuckers the night before. Like if you try to kill your neighbor. Then the next day you gotta act like that shit is cool. Like, so you trying to come to the kid's birthday party next week? Like, what the fuck is that, yo? But if it's like the purge with fucking though, like you can fuck any like celebrity or some shit, I'm down for that. Cause that one, that one chicken wrestler, who's this chick? Oh, this chick. Yeah, she's cute. I think that's Undertaker's wife, I think. Oh? Um, really? Yeah. Um, I know he's married. I'm pretty sure that's his wife. Michelle McCool, because like, like, so it's the women's Royal Rumble. Well, th- not this. This is a women's title match, which I like her too. Alexa Bliss and this chick too. I like them both. So they'll be on my uh, my uh, fuck purge too. Um, but I think like during the women's Royal Rumble, her name came up, and she's sitting in the front row with her kids, and she's like looking shocked, and like climbs over to things like, and they're like, this is something we've never seen before. Can they do that? Like, shut the fuck up, you dumb fucks. But um, but I'm not sure I was going with any of this. You just got anyway. That's all I got to about that. Yeah, I mean, I just want to bang that one so chick gotta, and and these two chicks. I think. I think your list would grow if you just kept on. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the WWE, WWE chicks, I'm like, I'm down for. I like her a lot. She's really cute. Which one? Uh, the the white chick. But <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> well, no, nah, the black chick. Oh, I love her. Like, she's, like, a, a, a power lifter. Oh, I like her a lot. Like, if she wanted to, like, body slam me and throw me, like, out a window. That hair's too long, bro. I'd be so It's not real. Like, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, it's not real. But I'd be like, yeah, yeah I know that shit gets me a butt crack. Well, well I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. Well, it's not real, so I'm not really worried about it. <laughs> it still gets there. I mean, she's... Well, let her swing it around and hit you in the eye. You got pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> For her, I'll take it. She, she, like, she a cutie pie. Oh, oh, I thought she was going somewhere else with that. Yo, sometimes the girl wrestling is so funny. No. She, she just did a punch way too late. She wasn't there anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those matches be great. There's um, there's a WrestleMania match with uh, Trish Stratus and uh, Mickey James. Yeah, Mickey James. And it was like Mickey James was supposed to be like a crazy fan, a stalker. And in the WrestleMania match, she grabs her by a cooch. And I don't know if she knew that was going to happen. I don't know, but like Trish Stratus's face was like, yo, what the fuck? And I love watching it every time because I don't think like, yo, I bet oh, backstage they're going to do it. Oh, yeah, that's trash. That kind of looks like it might hurt a little, but now it doesn't. It's trash. <laughs> trash. But either way, they're both cutie pies. And if they wanted to like do purge type shit to me, I'm down. I'm like completely down for it. All right, so let's rate the beer. Yeah, we got the beer. We got 13. Oh, I got a one movie, but we'll do the beer first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, so I poured a little of the, uh, what was it called? I don't know. It was the 15%. That's all it was? I felt like it was more. No, it tastes like it's way more. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, I think we rated. I think. Well, no, you gave it a five eight. I think I was friendly and gave it like a six eight because of the alcohol percentage. No. I think if I reevaluate it, because we just drank a similar style of beer before this, that was way better than this. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, well, this one. Look, what was it called? It was called like Anchor. Oh, there you go. Huge Arker. Huge Gross. Arker. Gross. All right, so this one's called Dark Anger. Anchor. I do like the can, but I don't like the color of the can. Like, I don't I like, like. I like anchors. <laughs> Of course you do, you fucking child. By Heavy Seas Beer, Howthorpe, Maryland. It's an English porter. We haven't done many of those. Um, it says it's rich but balanced. It's toasty malt and earthy English hops will warm up to the coldest of the water. Gross. Bitch ass choke. I do taste some earthiness. <laughs> There's some dirt taste in there. I definitely taste dirt. Um, but yeah, it's got a... It's kind of like a stout, similar. It's got a coffee taste. Um, 6.8, though. So not hazy. Well, see that mean look there? I'm in for the mean look. I want her to be mean to me. Like, I want her to, like, stab me. I don't know if that's too far. I didn't realize we had more of this left. So uh, I trust me, I did. Drank the rest of my huge anchor. You look like you're hurting right now. Yeah. You that, look like you're in a like, lot of pain. You know, a shot of a cheap tequila and a shot of oh. anchor. I don't know which I prefer. Oh, I, I would take the tequila just because of the, the effect. Yeah, I know where it's taking. Yeah, like like taking the other that like that beer a shot of that. It tastes like no. hay. Ew. The huge anchor taste. I'm tasting a, a strong taste of what I would. Assume. I don't think I've had hay in my life, but I think. That's what I would assume hay tastes like. I just realized that that white chick is super pale. I, don't, I think she just dropped on a couple points. I thought you liked the super pale. No, not really. Oh. <laughs> 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 no. <yeah. laughs> no. Not my cup of tea. Oh. Like I, I, I like a little. I like a little uh, olive to it. A little, little earth tone. You know, earth tone like this beer. You like just... the earthy English hops. I'm just saying shit now. I mean, I go up to New England. I go up to New England for like a fuck purge and see what that's like. That might get weird because like the Salem witch trials and shit. So you got witches up there. I want to actually go to Boston. I know. I want to see what's like. Yeah, you, you're fine to go up there. No. I mean, no, they don't. No, they don't. The Celtics are pretty good. <laughs> I feel like they... No, they don't. They got a good fan base. They got to be a little open. No. So you're saying Jason Tatum hates going there? He's getting paid. If they win, yeah, they're happy, but they're, 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 they're not chilling with him. <laughs> like, they're not like, oh, yeah. So we'll say this, yeah. What, what took up the... It's it's weird how, you know, we can't do any Indian names or anything. But you could just have a leprechaun as your mascot. That's kind of stereotypical. More so, not that one. The Celtics isn't so bad, but the fighting Irish one. Well, fighting I think, I think that that's one. pretty. I mean, I don't want to get rid of it. Is it Notre Dame? Is it Notre Dame in like France? And it's a Catholic school too. It, it's all it's all fucking stupid. Oh yeah. So I mean, who would want to get rid of the fighting leprechaun? That's a classic logo. Well, I mean, but what about uh, the? Oh, and then the where the Indians had to change their name. Washington had to change their name. The Chiefs, but then yeah, there the there's a lot of thing memes come out today of like. Washington and Cleveland looking at the Chiefs Stadium when they're doing the tomahawk <laughs> chop. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It was that kid looking like, huh. Like, oh. 
You can do it, but we can't. Yeah, well, no. Like as soon as they, as soon as they made them change the names, I was like, so what about the Braves? And I'm a Braves fan. I'm an Atlanta Braves fan. I was like, so they're not gonna make the Braves change? Yeah, Braves I feel like that's. Teams. I feel like those are two very like fucked up names. But it's okay. And I guess that's not derogatory, but the whole tomahawk. I think the Braves. I think Braves is. And then the Chicago Blackhawks. Come on, dog. Like, what are we doing? It's fucked up. But I know, like, the, the uh, Seminoles, the Florida State Seminoles, I guess they talk to, like, the leader or some yeah, shit. Yeah, they're actual, I guess, tribes. But even still, it's like, I don't know. Sports is funny. Yeah, it's fucking goofy. All right, so let's wait. If you're a big enough move. franchise, you're straight. <laughs> like, yeah, if, if you're winning championships, we're like, ah, go ahead, keep winning. Boston, y'all won, like, 15. We can't change your name. <laughs> Notre Dame, y'all are super fans. We can't have yeah. it. You got the drunken fighting leprechaun that's... A stereotype of Irish people that drink and fight. <laughs> it's, like, it's cool. Yeah, there's like just. But also, it. no Irish people are offended by it. <laughs> no, well, I'm sure there is. I've heard one person complain, but they weren't really complaining. They're just like pointing out the, uh, the hypocrisy. And I was like, all right, shut up. Like, I think Irish people actually wear that as a badge. Yeah, it's kind of. Yes, that's weird. us. That like, was a terrible Irish accent. Like, yeah, that's us. Like, yeah, like, like we'll, we'll do it. Like, it's all of us. And it's like, are you sure? Like, yes. I was like, okay, let's go. But, yeah. Dude, yeah, I I can't get over how pale she is. Every time, like, they show her back, I'm like, ugh. She's still, like, pretty, but, like, super pale. So, I I have gone to wrestling matches, by the way. And and I do like it. But I find it funny, the ones that are, like, you know, our age in the front row and just, like, super into porn. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like you know it's scripted. Like, I've watched this like for like these events. Like, I'll put on like Monday Night Raw just in the background. But like, um, I remember going over to my buddy's house and watching like WrestleMania and shit. And I would just point out like because they'll do a lot of jujitsu stuff. I'm like, uh, that's not hurting him. Like, he's doing it safely. And he eventually started kind of getting annoyed, just stopping inviting me over. I'm like, well, fuck you. I'm just gonna go get the network myself and watch it. And then sit at home and point out, ah, oh, that's fake. Um, but yeah, but yeah. So yeah, the one dude Bray Wyatt, who just had the fucking uh, going to dark match, before he got released, like she was like under his hold. Yeah, I was gonna say, I still remember the little yeah. cutaways they do to the weird imagery. Yeah, so I goes, guess the the story is like trying to pull her back in. Which when they brought her in, I, I liked her even more because like, oh, I like me a crazy like cute chick. Like someone that might stab you for real. Like I don't want to get stabbed, but I'd be willing to like kind of fight fight a knife attack off from her. I'd, I'd be okay with that. You fight the knife off and you start blowing it. Oh fuck yeah! On the fucking TJI Friday's floor. Yeah. Right there, not even under the table. Like right in the walk aisle. Like when someone's bringing another family out there, fucking food. They're coming out to do the happy birthday song. You're just fucking right there on the floor in front of them. Sign me up, son. I wouldn't do it on a Waffle House floor because like I don't know what's on that floor. Like I, I'm pretty sure, yeah, for sure, blood, syphilis, <laughs> like it's it's fucked. All right, I've only been to a wolf house once. Actually, I went when I was a kid, and it seemed straight. I, but I, I was remember a kid. being pumped. Like I've never been here. And then I walked in, like, oh yeah, I see <laughs> you only go there for the fights. You don't go there for the food. It's like a dude that's like eight, fifty years old, doesn't want to be there, cooking your food. I'm mad that he got an order. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the fuck. They ordered this many shit. 
But that's how I was at, at one of our old jobs. Like, anytime I was back there, Order King was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, the closing at restaurants. When you order the last half hour, you Everyone's like, fuck. Gross. All right, back to rating this beer right. that we so keep we got skipping. Dark over. Anchor, Heavy Beers, Hellthorpe, Maryland, English Porter, Well Balanced, apparently. It's um, not. 6.8. Not mm, hateful. <sighs> All right. So. It's got that typical, I would, I mean, it's a porter, which is similar to a uh, stout. So, I will say this. After drinking a little bit that I had, it was smooth. I still it's don't smooth. like it. But it is smooth. Yeah. And a 6.8 helps a little bit. I, yeah, I would be able to drink this because of the smoothness. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily enjoy it, but I would enjoy this 0.8%. Um, I don't, and I just drank our, that 15% in between this. That's And it made me realize how cool. bad. It, and I gave it a 6.8. I should have went way The taste of that was terrible. Well, but so thinking back to that is affecting my score for this. Drink that as a shot. No, you can do. It. Oh, oh, well, that, that's there's, there's no other way to drink it. Yeah, for now, like it's fucking gross. Well, I'm not gonna drink if I'm gonna take a shot. I'm just gonna I'm going all in with fucking yeah whatever else is. But good. to get rid of that, I'm gonna drink it as a shot. I appreciate you. You're doing this for the team. I appreciate you, son. Um, I'm gonna give this. Um, I'm gonna give it a six three. Okay. I because want six, six. if you hand this to me at, at a party, I'm not going to be amused, but I will drink it. I'm going to bitch and complain the entire time. I think that gives it a six four five, which is very good to Because yeah, I, I think if you had to drink a few of these, even you'd be feeling pretty nice. Like, oh. I would say it's smooth. So you can really if you drink two and a half of these, you're in a good spot. Like just casually, good you spot. sip, you're kind of be like. Sometimes, sometimes to be honest, I like a little pain with my drink. So I like a little pain with like my cute girls. <laughs> so, like for that, I'm okay. Now with my drinks, not so much. A little bit, like, if bit. it's strong. It's fucking demented. Man, I mean, you don't want it to taste like the best thing ever. Well, like, no, no. I I want a reminder of like you can't drink this all the time, but I don't want it yeah. to taste like fucking dog like shit. Poison, but uh, I could drink a little poison. Like daiquiris. All right, before we get to Bay's question, I got a movie. Well, bitch, I got a movie, too. Yeah, let's do our movies. You want to go first or second? You fucking talk about your bitch-ass right, movie. It was called 13, but not the 13 with all the teenagers and I, the sex. I, I, movie, I know. Whatever. It's fucking creepy. Gross. Yeah, we can't talk about it now. Back in the day, it was creepy. Like R. Kelly shit. No. Uh, well, yeah, when we're, like, when we were younger, it was like, uh, I mean, I that guess. That movie was a while ago now, right? Yeah. But it, no, that was like kind of like kids, wasn't it? So like, kids was like, yeah. More extreme, but. Kids was like what ninety in ninety five. Thirteen showed like the girl. I barely remember. I know we were young. I remember thirteen was a big deal, but the teenager one. Yeah, yeah. So this is thirteen, and it's named after a movie. Called, I mean, it's a remake of thirteen. I'm gonna say it's to Zamedi, but it's T Z. So Zamedi probably. Yeah, Zamedi. T Z. Yeah. Why are we so, fucking words? It star wise, it actually had some. Decent actors: Mickey Rourke, Jason Statham, Sam Riley, Ray Winstone, and the great Fifty Cent was in this movie. Um, so the movie takes place as this kid, his father gets um, in a pretty serious accident, doesn't have tons of money, he has like some insurance policies out, and the dad's kind of like on the map. 
in the mindset of like you should have let me die because I worked so hard to like you know pay for the house do this we have insurance y'all will be taken care of if I die and instead they're fighting to keep him alive and by doing so I think they had to put the house up you know something along those lines so now the family's like you know the oldest son's kind of like I need to get some money to save my father and save my family He's doing some housework for a family. Oh, another cutie pie. He, he overhears someone for... He's doing, like, you know, just some building-type stuff at the house. He overhears the, the father who's... Or the male of the house. He's an alcoholic. But he, he talks about something like, yo, I'm about to get paid if I do this, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, he was, like, a heroin, some kind of hard drug addict. Dies by overdosing. But the kid had witnessed him talk about this envelope. So he looks at the envelope and it's basically like some kind of like invitation, show up here, we'll give you instructions, call this number. He does, he decides to take it because he heard the guy say like, he's gonna get paid doing it and his family is in desperate need of money. He does it. Basically what ends up being, it's almost like a squid game type scenario. Uh, it's you, a bunch of- uh, you know what? I. I remember. I know exactly what fucking movie you talk about. As like as you as you go there, I know exactly what I you're was talking like, about. Yo, Squid yeah. Games got this. I don't know if Squid Games copied it directly, but it was like this is before Squid Games. It's yeah. pretty similar. It was like I don't know. Like he had to like eat a fly or some bullshit. No, he didn't have to do that. So I think that was in the original one. It was yeah, like no, so yeah, there, killed his fly, and then now now that you killed the fly, now eat it. So in this one. There's all these people's numbers, and his number, the main character's number is 13. Why the movie's called 13. Yeah. But basically, round up, it's not like Squid Games in that there's different games. It's the same game over and over, but basically, they're at this house. It's a bunch of rich people betting on the contestants. Yeah. And go. So, the first round is you have a six chamber gun. Everyone puts one bullet in. You have to hold your gun straight up, spin it until they say stop. And then everyone points it in the person in front of them shoots. That eliminates, you know, one out of six people. And it keeps going until it gets down to... And each round, they add a bullet. So now round two's got two out of six. Round three's got three out of six. Um, basically, it gets down to the last people. The main character kind of ends up winning. Uh, but he, and he wins a lot of money. They give him a lot of money he's got to head home with it Jason Statham's character bet a whole lot of money on the wrong person and Jason Statham's character bet on his brother by the way who his brother has won several times this whole thing um yeah pretty crazy movie it's a little stressful to be honest when you're watching yeah. it's like yo you put yourself in that situation and and the kid does not want to kill someone he also doesn't want to be killed um, but there's no like getting out of it. <laughs> I do remember watching this one. The original was called Thirteen Game of Death, and it the ending was slightly different than this. Well, well actually, drastically different than this. But I remember watching the original, and yeah, and then watching this version too. Because I remember I watched this version because I was like, oh, like I've already seen this before. And I was like, wait a minute, no this is different because these are Americans or like these aren't Asians 
Or whatever that movie I watched today. It was solid. It's fun. It's a good movie. I mean, yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I like the movie. It's freaking. Uh, it's it's stressful. You're like, if you you could easily put yourself in that situation, the way that it's acted out, like, I mean, Mickey Rourke, this other dude, the main character. I mean, you are sweating when you're the contestant. I mean, if you can imagine, like, the odds are a little bit in your favor that you're gonna live, but. Then, I mean, at the same time, you also don't want to be really the person responsible for killing someone, but... Better than me? Yeah. So... But yeah, they are um, sweating. Um, I want to point out um, one other thing with the women's wrestlers. I haven't mean, seen a fucking, like, titty pop out in a long time. And that... I'm, I'm starting to get really kind of fucking annoyed by that. Like, it used to be a common thing in, in like, the Attitude Era where a titty pops out at least once a month. I haven't seen a wrestling titty in a long time. But, like, Ric Flair's daughter, like, I guess she got hacked and, like, she got fake boobs. They don't really look that good. She's all muscular and shit. I don't mind a chick that might be able to fuck me up, but hers looks all fucked up. She looked like, she looks a little sus. I don't like those. And she got a flat ass, too. Like, China. <laughs> all right. So, um. You ready for these No, bitch, I'm ready to talk about my movie. See, you just disregarded me. You know, you. I, I was about to say something really fucked up, but I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not nah, gonna do I remember. It. Hey, you ain't gonna be treating me this way in fe- fucking February, all right? It's my month. It's my birthday. See, you motherfuckers are right. Our month. Yeah, always, yeah, exactly. Fuck you. It's my birthday month, bitch. Um, so I watched Megan, the uh, movie with the little angel. Because I, so, I have the movie pass thing at theaters. I kind of want that. That looked to be the best option. It's it's a fun watch, um, like because it, it, because it's in that realism of like AI, that shit like oh, you get kind of worried, um, and, and it's it's really a matter of the way the game or uh, the movie is played out. Um, I don't want to tell too much to like kind of spoil it, but it's one of those movies where like you can know the details and still fucking enjoy it. So um, basically, there's a little girl in the movie. Um, which I, she's been in so many movies, like because I'm I was like I recognize this kid. Then I went and looked at her from my other. I was like, yo, she's been in a lot of fucking horror movies. This little kid, um, her parents die, and her aunt ends up uh, getting custody. Her aunt is a toy designer, and um, it basically she's got a deadline. There's another toy that she has to put out um, by Friday or some shit. But she's like, look, we've been working hard on, on this thing here. And it turns out that it's the Megan doll. Yeah, it's like a protocol. Right? Yeah. Um, so her niece basically is the kind of guinea pig for it. And, you know, there is kind of a point made at some points, like basically the niece should have been kind of attaching to the aunt since she just lost her parents. But instead, she got attached to this this android. Um but it goes horribly wrong because it becomes self-aware. Like, and the funny thing is, with this movie, we went back and rewatched iRobot with the Fresh Prince. And it, 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 I know it's dated. I mean, it came out fucking 19 years ago. For the time, it was solid. But, I mean, it didn't age very well. Especially after watching Megan and seeing where AI could go. Because I don't think that... I don't think iRobot was even about AI. It was just about robots and like shit like that. There was an overarching AI, but that AI controlled a bunch of other robots. Whereas Megan, 
she's like one robot and she can tap into everything um but basically it's kind of the same ideal with any of these movies where you have AI and it's like, look, what's the biggest threat to humans? Well, humans are. I gotta fucking kill y'all then, because y'all are the biggest threat. It's not to that full extreme, but she's basically telling the little girl, like, look, I will protect you from it. Well, the aunt even says, like, Megan, you're to protect her from everything, uh, physically and emotionally. And with her parents having just died, you know she's looking out and she can like analyze like you know emotions and feelings and everything um what's going on with you so she knows just what to say she's singing rihanna songs to the girl she's like really really got this girl attached to her um i will tell uh, one scene that it's again not spoilery it's spoilery in the scene but it doesn't run anything but the girl goes on a, a trip or some shit and she's like can i bring megan aunt's like like no fuck out of here like, just fucking go on the trip like like go to the thing she like spoiler alert she brings fucking megan with her megan's in the car but megan's like self-aware so megan's like fuck this let me out of this fucking car so the little girl gets paired up with this one kid who's kind of big for his age looks like he probably fell like all his grades like a lot of times this little motherfucker like he, he probably got a couple kids himself um he's a he's a mean kid like so um, she picks up something, whatever, chestnut or some shit, I don't know, the one with the spikies. And he's like, oh, here, look at this. Like, she puts it in her hand, and then he squeezes her hand on the spikes. You know, so she's like, you know, screams in pain, and then, like, the camera kind of pans, and Megan's, like, right there, off to the side. And he's like, what the fuck is that? So he walks over to it, like, like flicks its nose, no reaction, and picks it up. You know, little girl's like, no, stop, and, like, don't, don't hurt her. And he's like, shut the fuck up. Goes over, throws the, the doll to the ground. And this says a whole lot about this little fucking kid. He, like, like mounts it, slaps it, and then just starts hitting it. Like, like, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid, yo? Like, that little motherfucker needs therapy. But then, like, as he goes to throw another punch, she catches his arm and then pulls his ear. He's like, you know, like, just rips his ear fucking clean off. And, he, you know, he stands up. And then you see this in the trailer. And she's like, yeah, you should probably run now. He takes off running, and then she does, like, um, and that's actually a kid doing that, like, fucking run, like, that bear crawl run, because our kids at jiu-jitsu do that shit when they say bear crawls. Little kids be lapping me, and she's like, fuck you, so I trip them, make them fucking fall on their face. They're, 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 like, resilient. They'll fall down on their face and fucking recover, like, immediately, so fuck them. But anyhow, little fucking boy takes off running, he trips, falls, dies. Um, it's pretty fucking funny, um, because he was a shit. But basically... It's one of those movies where it really makes you start thinking. It's like, should we be fucking with AI? No, I know we should. <laughs> it's because like, right now, computers can calculate better than us. We can enter the formula, but we couldn't probably come up with the accurate answer ourselves on some complicated shit. No. Like, it would take us, whatever, years to do, but I mean, program it right. And programming is easier than sometimes solving the formula. Uh, but... That shit doesn't have emotion. They, no, but the chess program was able to be the best chess yeah, person. Yeah, easily. They're able to now, like, I mean, they can calculate infinite amount of moves instantly and decide the right move. <laughs> so we make AI too smart, where um, and we make it somehow able to think of like 
they need to survive. Yeah. Well, have you seen uh, Prometheus? I believe so. I haven't, but I know about it. <laughs> like basically, uh, the android in there, like he asked a question. You know, he he starts to really ask questions. Like, well, you know, who created me? And I'm like, well, you know, scientists are doing this. Who created you? And you know, because now, because he, now he's starting to wonder. It's like, so you know, you know, eventually gets in his head. Like, well. If I'm me and I can do all this, we don't need we don't need you. I'm just kill you, get rid of you, and then keep moving on. And I can make more of me. Like you know, it, it's like you you get into these weird areas where it's like it's almost like um, having an old computer or fucking having a new computer. When you had a computer before and there's no Wi-Fi, you couldn't connect to the internet. It's just a typewriter. Like, whereas now you get a computer and these shits immediately, like, connect the shit. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, there was the Joe Rogan episode with, uh, Tesla's dude. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. He's talking about we're basically Android already. Yeah. It's just our phones out here. But what's next is going to be our phones and we're chipping our head. So then, yeah. if that's the case, then we're going to be able to access information in our head. Like, so if you're taking a test, you're going to look up on your head. And get an answer to everything. So then it's like, I always wonder if we get to the point of that, then like job interviews are stupid. We're all gonna be able to figure out how to do everything. You just Google how to do everything. Well, that like that's the whole thing with his Neuralink. He wants like, like basically like we don't have to. He's like, you know, with Neuralink you won't even have to talk to communicate. And it's like, yeah, oh, I don't yeah. really like that. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, like, how will my podcast to, like, work? Facetime, and then I'm only like. Can you like see what I'm thinking? Like, can I project my thoughts into your, you know, your? Look, screen? man, when I'm jerking off, you don't want to be in there. <laughs> like it, it gets gnarly. Like, say, what's up with all these transgender people? <laughs> nah, nah, you don't get that gnarly. Fucking relax, son. <laughs> Plus chills. But it, it, it be getting, it be getting kind of wild up there. Sometimes after I'm done, I'm, you know, like that post nut clarity. I'm like, ugh. You fucking monster. <laughs> yeah, it's like I like I go take a fucking cold shower. I'm like sitting there crying. Like why? Yeah, <laughs> imagine a computer army, and they're equipped with the best war strategies. Humans mm. make error. They're gonna be doing all their shit off calculations, yeah. and also not have human emotion. So yeah, they I don't, don't care. Go against the freaking computer army. <laughs> yeah, they they will have no remorse. Yo, their aim's gonna be perfect. <laughs> well, what was it? Nice. Um, their aim's gonna be like. Ch-ch-ch-ch. Well, that's also the thing too. There was um, I don't remember how long ago, but it was fairly recent, where uh, they had like the two AI uh, programs created their own language and started talking to each other. And it's like, nope, we can't have that. <laughs> like, we gotta stop these motherfuckers now. Yeah, there's a certain point. Where but I think that's the problem though with humans is well, that keep progressing. yeah well it's just like fucking phones it's like oh you know yeah, I got this phone what, what more can it do I so don't know so finally like yeah sales have slowed recently because the the amount a phone could do from generation to generation was huge for a while but now we're at the point where it's slowed down dramatically like so now it's like Apple and Microsoft, their sales on like new computers, new phones aren't so good. It's because as of right now, the next phone isn't a significant enough different. But I bet you the next phone eventually is going to be the chip in your head. 
And if you don't get it, you're going to be behind everyone else that's being there with downloading freaking information right away. I'll be all right. Um, It'll be like the Matrix. I mean, like, you know, how do I do this shit? Uh, but imagine school. And then job interviews. That's what I think. It's just like, you know how to do this? Like, and, and remember when Elon Musk was on Joe Rogan? It looked like he was downloading information sometimes because he just like this. And then he come up with this really well thought answer. You know, like, already had the chip I think that's the thing though too with like fucking really 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 bright individuals where it's like a, a question is asked to him and it's like he took his time to think before he, he answered he literally words. said the only thing that's slowing us down from being a complete answer is the fact we're holding in our hand yeah so mm-hmm. it just gotta be here the tech he's like the technology's already there so I wouldn't doubt if he already had it yeah, I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's been working on the uh, Neuralink for a couple years now, a few years now. So, I mean, with him even saying that, you know it's something that he knows the ideal to. It's like, look, we just got to get this into your head. And it's like, who's going to be the first? I think they're talking about the people, you know, kind of the test subjects would be like people with like, you know, brain, uh, you know, damage and deficiencies. The first, see if you can smooth that out. If you can smooth that out. Then the next step is to enhance where you smooth out. And then the next step from there is then like get a test subject with a seemingly normal brain, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, you know, anything that doesn't have any kind of, you know, damage. And then you go from there and it's like, man, I'm not in for that. I'm not down. Yeah, there's, there's some technology I'm not for. Like, one is the cameras are every, everywhere in the yeah. cities. So it's just like, you think you're walking along the city in private. You could probably hear your conversations clear as day. Yeah, I'm sure. You go pee on the front side of the road. They got you. I'm all right with that. And then they got. Uh, I want them to see cars. Newest cars now have. It's basically like the black box. They mm-hmm. know when they're speeding. Well, I think there was something they said like. Uh, they're recording everything you're doing in your car now. Most cars made after 2011 can be controlled by external force. That, and, and just saying, like, if you got in an accident. They're now allowed to investigate mm-hmm. on what you did. But they know the exact speed you're doing and where you're doing. They know if you're getting hit while driving, like Tony Soprano, <laughs> and like you swerve off the road. Now, to be fair, Adriano was not giving him head. Chris so flipped off that, but that's not my true. My car will tell me, like, it was like, yo, put your hands on the wheel. Oh, shit. Like, well, bitch, fuck you. That's what I you're said. right, but calm down. So, um, so basically, yeah, uh, I would, I would uh, recommend that movie. I liked it a lot. I've actually, we bought it. We did the, uh, early access and I think early access is like 20, uh, 25. So I went ahead and bought it because if you rent it, it's 20. If you buy it, it's $5 more. So I was like, fuck it. Because I knew I was going to watch it more than once. So I think I've watched it four times now. looking quite terrified on the preview. It's funny, I never saw her get more scared than the preview for Smile. Which those smiles do look creepy as hell. <laughs> like, the funny thing is, Smile was enjoyable enough. She was screaming in the uh, the trailer. Like, like I want to see it, but it's, I couldn't talk to into that one. Uh, you'll be fine. Just trick her into it. Just yeah. put it on. Just turn it like, oh, next time she comes over. Just gonna turn it on. Oh, she'll be screaming. It'll be awesome. I know. That's yeah, we'll be do do it, do it. It, It's happening. (laughs) I gotta make sure it's still available. (laughs) Like, like, (laughs) even if it's not available, I will buy it. I will rent, I will do whatever. 
and I'm not even going to say shit. I'm just going to turn it on. And I, but she'll be on the phone. But we just got to wait for her to look up once. Oh, she'll look up once. Yeah. That's all. I mean, the preview. I, you know, I'm going to pause it. Terror. I'm going to pause it right on one of the smiles too and just wait for her. Like, <laughs> come on, come on. Um, But yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I definitely recommend this movie. Um, It's fun. It, you know, it's not a perfect movie, but it is one of those movies that make you think. It, it makes you kind of start to wonder about that shit. If you haven't already been thinking, which I'm always thinking about that shit. I'm terrified. Um, so yeah, let's jump to these questions. We got Seth B. Mayas. I don't know why it's Seth B. I think I got a, I had a piss, 13 random questions. I'm going to fucking power through. And I have not seen these. What's your favorite cuisine? Ugh. I mean, cuisine. Would that be like Chinese? I was going to say, yeah, come on. Like, the quick thing. Tell, I, I, she didn't even spell cuisine right, I bet. She did. Uh-huh, sure. Um, oh, I don't know. Lean cuisine? <laughs> I think cuisines are pretty good for that's, they are. That's my final answer. Favorite cuisine? American? Yeah, I mean, cheeseburger. Yeah. Is American cuisine like hamburgers, hot dogs? I feel like pizza's gotta be American. Yeah, for sure. People say it's Italian, not. Not the way we have it. Yeah. That's American. What's a bad habit you had that you've been able to overcome? Bite my nails. I guess like my phone. <laughs> Close. But same department. What are your top five items on your bucket list? Top five? Damn. That's relax. Let's go to. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't think like, I have five. Calm down. Like, relax, man. Like, this is supposed to be, only be a two-hour podcast. We're already at two hours and eight minutes. Chill. Two. Uh, so let's do two. Two might be a struggle for me. Yeah. I, don't really, I don't really have a bucket list. Um, for me, I would say, um, I don't want to go to Disney personally, but... Like, I know my family does, and I like seeing them smile and be happy. So, going to Disney with the kid and my wife, for sure. And probably, I got friends in Europe that I really want to visit. So, probably just kind of trekking through Europe and seeing a few of those friends. I got friends in um, Spain, Sweden, um, England, Germany. So, I want to go over and see those cats. Don't And, hey, any of my friends in California, I love the fuck out of y'all. But I'm gonna get to y'all. That like, y'all are easier to get to because y'all are here in the continental USA. I like Europe is more of a like it may never happen, but it's on that list. I'm gonna see you motherfuckers. Well, y'all come see me too. Come be on the show, man. Well, I see you. Yeah, I see this top. I mean, the top five. I don't know because I'm not thought about it. But I'm gonna say a short answer would be travel to either Hong Kong or Japan. I feel like it'd be cool. And then my Europe. buddy just came back Europe. from my home. From uh, Hong Some, Kong. Somewhere in Europe would also be cool. So I'll, I'll just go with those two. Let's go with a Compton trip over to Europe. What's up? Let's do it. Um, I'm about to, I'm about to uh, come into a bunch of money. I feel Let's like make there, uh, the pubs in Europe, I feel like it'd be fun as hell. Yeah, but they're like, this shit is like warm. It's not even like cold beer. It's still fun. I mean, uh, yeah, it'll still be fun. We'll make it work. We'll but... <laughs> oh. What is your strangest guest you've ever received, though? Strangest gift I've ever received? I don't know, to be honest. I, I I can't at all think of anything that's like bizarre or strange. I mean, call like anyone. Thank you for the gift. An alligator head. <laughs> Man, I'd appreciate the fuck out of that. Fuck y'all. Hmm. <laughs> 
know what to get you for your birthday. Don't even try it. I'm just gonna give it to Sophie. <laughs> I'm sure she'll appreciate it. Oh, yeah. She'll have a blast with it. First, well, first she'll go, so and wait, then she'll play with it. Let me say I appreciate the alligator head and that I use this for pranks quite often, and it works It's the time. gift that keeps on giving. It works all the time. They is terrified of this head. No matter how many times I do it, she'll be like, that doesn't work anymore. Oh, really? It works every time. Would you rather go to an amusement park or a water park? They're kind of same. I mean, yeah. there's, there's a difference. There's, there's a, a difference, difference, but um, I, think I, I, I don't. I mean, I'm gonna say amusement park since I want to take the kid to Disney World. I'm not getting on the rides though. I would say water park. I like the water rides better. I'm black. I can't really swim like that. I mean, I could fuck around a little bit, but I can't. Like, I ain't, I ain't gonna drown for sure. But I, I'm not really fucking around in the water. Like, hey, let's go splash. You know. Thank you. What's your most embarrassing moment in grade school? Well, I don't know, man. Like, embarrassment isn't really a thing for me. I'm not saying, like, I can't be embarrassed, but it's very tough because I just don't give a fuck what many people think. Um, Well, you know what? Spelling bee. Third grade spelling bee. Because I thought I was the shit. So I was the first person to go. They just explained the instructions extremely clear. Um, any like proper nouns, like names or anything, you have to say capital. And then the letter. Um, you know, anything like that, um, you know, you, you have to be very clear about that. I was the first person up. And the word that I got was the name of the school. Proud as shit, I spelled it out. I did not say capital S. They said, that is incorrect. I'm eliminated on the first word. I cried right <laughs> there on stage. I was like, holy shit. Now, I did come back and win it uh, two years later in the fifth grade. Eat a bag of dicks. I'm a fucking champ, son. But that third grade one? Nah, son, that hurt. Like, that really hurt. Fuck y'all. I'm in grade school, so I'm assuming that's elementary. Um, the fourth grade talent show that apparently there's a video of. I was new to Columbia. The only reason I know this for a fact, the only reason we made the talent show was because the other two people in my group were like the class president and the vice president. And the teacher literally said, You guys are only getting in this because, you know, you guys got to improve, though. But we lip synced, and none of us had a music back then. To Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen, which is one we didn't even know back then. There wasn't even a song pro America. <laughs> I think there's still people today that don't know yeah. that that song's not pro-America. It was a lack of options why we chose that song. And then, so we had uh, our old basketball friend on a keyboard that was the size of this, like this. Playing it like Stevie Wonder, by the way, like he's blind and going into the head movements. I'm playing a broken string acoustic guitar because my dad found out I was using an electric guitar. Like, nah, I'm not having that. So I used this, my mom's acoustic guitar with a, it had a broken string in it. And then we had your old next door neighbor, the singer. And he literally was told by the teacher though, I'll give him this credit, it wasn't his fault. Told him to like clap side to side as he's singing. That song doesn't go like that. Um, I can not, like I'm trying to even envision it's, that. So, and this is around the time Back to the Future came out. 
So I'm playing the guitar like Marty McFly was doing the whole. Remember he was doing the yeah. skip with his leg. I'm doing like freaking also. Uh, what's the band? Uh, ACDC. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm doing that shit. To born in the USA. That doesn't. Mean, I will say this though. I was brand new to school. The girls loved me afterward. I got asked out. I got asked out on three notes. But at the time, I wasn't ready for girls yet. I was too scared, and I cried. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it, I heard someone saw us on in high school. I didn't see it, thank God. That has to look so bad. Like, we had to have been so bad. Like, That's creepy, The, the way we're dancing to the music doesn't even make sense. But, yeah, and Born into USA is a terrible song choice. But, yeah, that, that's my All right, look. This is weird as shit, but I'm into it. I'm into all of them. Well, all, although, they all got, like, flat butts. I'm not in, I'm nah, I'm not into that. What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Ugh. I don't know, because I'm a picky eater, so I don't eat a lot I of weird too. food. So my answer might be not that weird. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, man. Maybe we talk about, like, struggle, struggle meals, too, like, as a kid? Because, I mean... You I mean, had to, I ate some hot dogs with loaf of bread today. I mean, that's not strange that's at all. That's not that weird. That's normal, dude. Like that—that—that's that meal that you have to have to remind yourself where you came from. Every so often, when you get like too like you feel like you're too good for something, you have to have like a hamburger and like some fucking white bread just to remind yourself, hey, oh, yeah, this I is where you came sense. from. <laughs> like Sophie be sitting there being a picky eater, and sometimes you got to throw a curveball just to remind her, like, yo, it could be always, it could always be worse. Chills. Um, I know the worst thing I ever ate was when my dad was drunk and dumped the entire thing of salt in the food and tried to act like it was all good. <laughs> he took two bites and was like, Yup, this isn't that bad. <laughs> and then he left and just went to bed. And then we immediately threw our food away. But I mean, that was the worst. Yeah, I don't know. Weirdness? I mean, I, I really think shrimp is weird. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. Love it, but I agree. That shit looks like little roaches to me. Sea roaches. Yeah, I guess, yeah, for me, weirdest would be, like, fucking cracking crabs. I know that's fucking blasphemy here in Maryland, but, dog, like, let's just eat food that's already made. Like, why are we breaking shit with fucking, you know, you know I don't use the mallet, but, you know, like, splitting shit open. So, yeah, blue crabs. Fuck y'all. Hey, if somebody got a problem with that from out here, fuck y'all. <laughs> Plumpton, son. Yeah. Where would you relocate if you were forced to leave the country? It's tough. State easier. Country. I mean, I go first real quick. I'll just say Philippines because they speak English and most of the If you got some money to go there, you're gonna be pretty well off. <laughs> they got all the fast good fast food. The funny thing is they actually speak yeah, English in a lot of places. Most yeah, places but not they cheap. That 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 is a key point there. That was the key. Um I I honestly And it's island life, it's pretty peaceful. I not so, like Brazil and you get robbed. Oh no, not just robbed. You get raped. <laughs> the dudes too. Like it, it's no. Like you, you're white, man. They gonna have a field day with you. They gonna think they gonna they'll kidnap you and think yo, we're about to get like millions. They're like, Steve. Man, they're, gonna <laughs> they're gonna call your parents. They're like, keep them. <laughs> like, uh, we got five thousand. <laughs> they'll send them twenty dollars. Like what the fuck is this? Like cut your head off and shit. Um, I will probably go. I'm like. I'm really big on like Finland and Sweden, even though it's cold up there. I'm like really big on those places. Um, so 
I'd, I'd probably well, I also have a good friend in Sweden, so he's always like posting pictures and videos there. I'm like, dude, it's beautiful there. Um, then my friend who's in Madrid, it sounds nice. And then when she starts really like kind of breaking, I was like, I don't know, it's so nice at all. <laughs> like it seems nice on paper, like it, like for a vacation. I don't think I want to live there. But Sweden sounds like I would, I could really fuck with Sweden like that. What would you? This kind of fun. What would you be if you had to wear one Halloween costume every day for the rest of your life? I'm being a pirate. <laughs> of course, you're, you fucking weirdo. Um. Hmm. Coco, beware. Every day. You look tight, yo. You look mad. You got the peg. Yeah, I got the parrot and everything. Yes, I got the peg leg and the eye pad. Not fucking around, dude. Like, yo, these two are obviously friends. <laughs> Like you'd be at a party, like well, like I'll pass over. Like who did he show up with? <laughs> See Steve. Like obviously that fucking guy. Yeah, unfortunately you're gonna get mistaken for a pirate. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. What has you been your greatest kitchen mistake? I don't even know what you just said. You might want to try to read. What that has again. been your greatest kitchen mistake? None. I'm fucking perfect in the kitchen, dog. Like I made this crust recently out of chicken. Well, Bea said she liked it, so I wanted to say, you know what? Okay, when I was in fourth grade, I tried to microwave my own spaghetti. I burned the hell out of my mouth. Okay, so that's really fucking wild. Like, bad. Like, so bad, I couldn't talk for a little bit. You were in fourth grade. You should have fucking known better by then. Um, I think, so, I like to bake. Like, I love, love, love to bake. But, um, I tried to bake a peach pie, and I fucked that up pretty bad because I didn't have the right uh, filling because like me being fucking the imbecile that I am I use just regular like canned peaches it was all fucking soupy and fucked so that might be the biggest blunder I made but then I like I redeemed myself made this fucking banging ass fucking peach cobbler though like fresh peaches like like cut shit up myself like when, I, when I'm baking I'm doing shit from scratch son I, I, like fuck all those boxes yo like, I'm in who's this bitch that more. Oh yeah, you, look at her. If you were giving, she looks chance, weird, but I'm okay with it. She's pumped. Yeah, she. I'm pretty sure she gets eliminated quick. If you were given the <clears> chance <throat> to steal something, what would it be? Yo, it took her longer to walk down to the fucking ring than she was in the match. I bet. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she gets like thrown right out as soon as she gets in. Like that walk is long as fuck. She gets in and gets kicked right out. She may as well just stayed in the back. This looks a lot like the first one. They all look alike, son. Vince McMahon has a type. <laughs> Vince was like, you got to be blonde. You got to be pretty. I'll hire you. And then he hires a couple of Simones. He's like, you don't fit, but I'll make it work. Oh, See you, bitch. So <laughs> that was the worst elimination of all time. That was great. She, I mean, she just got thrown out. Like, dude, dude. Now, they have, well, someone actually put like a tweet. They're like, I'm so proud of her. Like her first night back and she set a record. <laughs> Um, yeah. What was the question again? If you were given the chance to steal something, what would it be? Uh, I, I mean, probably an aircraft carrier. I mean, I guess you can't really get away with that. I'm just take a pizza. Damn, you're setting your sights Bird. low. <laughs> I'm thinking about, like, I don't know. Because I feel like if I steal a car, I'm going to get caught again. The Maltese Falcon? Yeah. I, I'm aiming big, son. I'm like, I'm Mona Lisa. I'm going all in. 
I don't know. Honestly, probably like a bunch of money. Yeah. That's 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 like kind of the the obvious answer. I want still something I gotta like sell for the money. Like just give me the money. What's the most addictive game for you? Huh? I don't addictive game. I mean, I guess mine would be Madden because I play that the most. I mean, no. I've kind of fixed myself where I don't like because I have I can only play a game for about forty minutes to an hour and a half. Like I can't because if it's too short of the time to play, I can't stop thinking about it. But then if I play for too long. Like, I just, I don't want to play it ever again. So, I don't know. I like that fucking Batman game. Any of the Arkham games. Those are a lot of fun. The, like, those were addictive for me. Madden, obviously. Yeah, Madden I play every year and play quite a bit. So, I would say Madden. Um, I'm in a franchise yeah. now. I moved Baltimore to Memphis. Won the Super Bowl. And then was like, nah, let's move again. So, we moved to Dublin. It sucks for Memphis. Sorry. But at least we won your Super Bowl. Would you be happy about that? No. Team? No. No. Because the uh, Detroit WNBA team won the championship in 04, the same year as the Pistons. And then they moved to fucking Nashville. Oh. Or no, they moved to Tulsa. Like, after winning the championship, they're like, peace. Devastated over the WNBA. Yeah, son. Because we had the Pistons and, and the Shock. They both won a title that year. <laughs> like, yo. And I think the Red Wings won, too. Like, Detroit was winning. Like, they, they was a winning, like, city, except for the Lions. Hey, and, and the Tigers, I think, around that time made the World Series or, or like, were in the playoffs. And then the Lions were like, sorry. This last question is kind of rough. All right. Would you rather be executed by firing squad or electric chair? Mm. Damn, that was a real question. That would be tough. I would probably, I don't, because I don't know what either feels like. I feel like the electric the firing squad would be more instant. It depends on who's shooting. You might end up bleeding out. Even electric chair is like some more drama going on. I think you shit yourself. Maybe you get to see everyone for a second. Well, no, you're going to be too busy getting electrocuted, so I don't think you're really focusing. You're shitting yourself. Yeah, they got like an audience to witness it. Is the firing squad? Why wouldn't they? I mean... So you, you might shit yourself? You're definitely going to shit yourself. I'll do that. Yeah, I'm taking that. Let them clean them. <laughs> yeah, so. Exactly. I want I want to make it a mess. Like, firing squad is going to be a mess, but it's a mess that it's like, oh, we're used to that. Shitting yourself, that, that, that's disrespectful. Like Fuck the that. electric trip, too. I'm going to take it for a little bit and like, talk some shit. Into so t- I, I think there used to be a, like, a rule where like if you survive, <laughs> you get to oh, go so free. Chance? Oh, definitely so, but someone did survive. And they're like, psych. <laughs> like, just fire that bitch back up. <laughs> like, like we aren't going to actually live by that rule. No one's survived it. It's more like, but I did. You're about to do the new electric chair. What's that? We're going to put you in a bathtub and throw a toaster in there. Yo, she just threw that little woman like she was a child. Like, That's a big brawl. Give me a piece of that. Like, I don't know, like, how tall she is. Oh, she looks too good. Oh, dude, I love it. I like those mean looking broads. Like, she, you know, what's wrong with your nose? Yeah, like I said. Your nose oh. is suspect. Nope, psych. Oh. <laughs> throw that bitch right over the rope. Fuck her. Oh, you threw her the wrong way, you goofy whore. Um, yo, she's just flinging balls around. <laughs> One at a time. Disrespectful. 
See, this is what I mean. You can't just be disrespecting these women. Vince gonna fire her. Oh, come on, man. Pick that little girl up and throw her out the ring. Oh, she gonna throw her out by her head. Oh, that's fucked. That's real. Oh, come on. You should have threw her over. But that's not part of the script. I think she would have really got hurt if she did it that way. Oh, they fucked up. They fucked up. All right. So, um, yeah. Electric chair. I want to shit all over the place. I think we both picked the electric chair so we shit all over the place. Just to be disrespectful. Fuck them. And I'm sure you'll piss. I want to make sure. Oh, is this like like, uh, death row so you get a last meal? I hope so. Well, hold on there. Because for the last meal, I want to eat the most fucking gnarly shit and like let it build up and then go ahead and get electrocuted and just like fucking bust ass all over the place. Yo, could you eat something that would make you like explode? That should be funny. Mm, I don't know. Just take everyone else out with you. That that would be cool, but I don't think that's a thing, dude. But yeah, I'm I'm that dude. Like, like look, if I gotta go, you gotta go with me. Y'all ain't gonna stick around and have fun. Let the world keep turning without me. Fuck y'all. I'm trying to blow everybody up. And then like, fucking, oh yeah, I want to eat till like I explode. I, I want to feel sick and be like, light it up, boys. And I want to shit and puke all over the place. I want to drink a bunch of lemonade so I got to piss too. Oh, or for yeah, I think like a few people for the last meal have like requested alcohol. So I want to get fucked up. Like if I if I got to go on death row, I'm gonna like bring me a, a bottle of proper twelve because it's trash. But I know I want to get fucked up on some trash. Yeah, man. I wonder if you drink enough alcohol, you light up and fire. I hope. Get that one fifty one, son. <laughs> I think you're not allowed to sell that anymore. Yeah, well, that beer we have, the, that was illegal in five or seven states, whatever. Pussies. Um, not our state. I think I think that's everything, right? Yeah, the board. Um. We at least got a beer over seven, so we've had two weeks of some slow beers. We had a lot of good ones in a row. We've only had one beer over seven in two weeks. It's bound to happen. All right, so uh, let me see here. Oh, look at that. Before 11, son. All right, so um, let's go ahead and wrap this on bitch up. So, as always, thanks for listening, y'all. If you have any questions, concerns, criticisms, feel free to reach out to either of us. You can find me at bjj.wiki. Steve can be found at Thor dot, dot Bentley. Both on Instagram. Not to think for something. What the fuck was I trying to say? Um, collectively, we're at the Clompton Beard. <laughs> oh no, I'm working on that. I like to see all the, the ring lights around. Actually, I record. I've been recording a lot lately, and uh, when I was recording, watching the game, I had the ring lights on because I think I am going to do um some YouTube stuff. Um, so I'm trying to test out the lights and make sure the lighting is right. But we'll see. I don't, I don't know. I don't fucking feel like doing it. My guest, like, she was like, I told her, like, I think I might do some YouTube stuff. She's very like, do it. Do it. Don't be scared. I'm like, bitch, chill the fuck out. Like, not everybody, like, has that get up and go get them fucking mentality. Like, I have, like, bad anxiety. Like, and if I got to, like, play it back and edit it, that that's probably why I don't want to do YouTube shit. Because I got to edit the video. I got to watch myself be an idiot. Like, it's bad enough I gotta listen to myself be fucking retarded. Now to watch myself be retarded? Like, no. That's retarded. Yeah, fucking retarded retard. Alright, so yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> thanks. Um, we love you. Steve. Good soup. Bye, bitches. <laughs>